go. What's up, everybody? Back with another episode of Downtime with Downstar. Episode 16. Man, we are uh, we're cranking them out, guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, and today, we're sitting down with my boy. I don't even know what to call you, Doug, because I've never called you your government before. I don't know what to call myself, to be honest. I don't like it. I don't respect it. And that's not your name. <laughs> but go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up? It's your boy Roach. Year. Episode 16. Hey. Down, downtime with Downstar. You already know what it is. Damn, I like that, dude. Happy to be here, man. <laughs> You've been practicing, man. Thank you for coming by, dude. Absolutely. Thank this you for was, having me. This was definitely a last minute. So if anybody doesn't know, um, hopefully you don't know because I try to keep my business uh not out there but we're doing some stuff to the pad and i had to be home today and which is good because i'm still getting over being sick from uh from sema uh i was at sema all last week from tuesday to saturday and uh, ash came she came halloween night but we were just fucking drained bro where where uh where's that at in vegas Oh shit! Yeah, so I was in. Imagine being in Vegas from Tuesday to Saturday, just with no, uh, nothing to do, just wall out. Uh, there's never nothing to do in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there's so no obligations, no obligations. Well, I guess the only obligation we had was to go to the event. But after that, dude, we were fucking grubbing shitty ass food, yeah. going to the club, and just you know living life. But at this age, man, you got to pay for it, dude. It takes me about two days now really yeah yeah i'm probably about there yeah. dude i'm fucking taking ginger shots and you know eating uh, eating apples and oranges and <laughs> taking down bananas with uh without even taking the peel off dude just, yeah man it's it's bad it's really bad it's like i definitely if i'm gonna do it like friday is my night yeah because then i got saturday sunday <laughs> yeah man because otherwise i'm not going to work monday but it's not always been like that right if uh if uh well let me give you guys a little backstory roach and myself have known each other shit you were a kid bro yeah i what 15 16 maybe probably something like that it was a long time ago dude i was probably a junior sophomore junior in high school yeah because that's when uh you knew nando before me yes yeah yes. so my cousin nando you knew him before. that's right didn't you guys uh you went to pacifica yeah right okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so um what year did you graduate oh seven oh seven so I, I so there's four years difference yeah there's a four-year difference so yeah about when i was maybe going out time you were in high school still <laughs> and we were uh yeah still doing hood rat shit so ratchet back then man. right oh man Remember, we used to just ghost ride the whip. I'll tell you what I remember about ghost riding. So, it it always seemed like I left right before like the good <laughs> shit happened, or or the bad shit. So there was one time I think it was it was you, Mo, and maybe Kerr. Uh huh. And. Uh, it was it was down Mo Street. Yeah, it was, and we were ghost riding. Uh, it was uh, Dick was there, and so was uh, Mundo Schnoz. Yes, in so, the hatch. Yes, yes. 
And I had, I think you guys had just dropped me off. Because mm-hmm. we were, like, we were ghost riding, like, through, like, three neighborhoods or yeah, some shit. Yeah, we were <laughs> so stupid, dude. And I got dropped off. And, like, 30 minutes later, I get a call from Mo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that you guys ghost crashed the way. <laughs> <laughs> So let me set it up for you guys. <laughs> so we're finished. We're finished uh, partying for the night. We're dropping everybody off, and uh, Mo and Oscar live across the street from each other. So we were gonna drop off. Uh, drop them both off. I was driving. <laughs> it's probably what like two in the morning, maybe something like at that. Least, it's, at least it's late, guys. So we're ghost riding the whip, like fucking bumping, dude. We're listening to some E40 or something like that. And we're in Frank the Tank, which is an 86 Honda Civic hatchback. Fucking painted. I don't know at the time, maybe it was painted camouflage or not, but I don't know if it was, but either way, that shit had a system in it. It had a a slapper, dude. It definitely (laughs) did, man. (laughs) We're ghost riding, right? So if you guys never ghost ride, the uh, the doors are open. There's somebody on the hood, someone on the roof. Jesus. Kerr, Kerr was on the back where the hatch he's holding Jesus, on. Jesus, man. And we're just fucking like, I don't know, skipping. <laughs> we're just dancing next to it and jumping and fucking just being wild. None of us sober. Yeah, I think I was, dude. Because to you be drank honest, back then, didn't you? I drank, but not when I would drive uh and okay. um i'm pretty sure i was driving if i wasn't driving it was dick but i remember that i was in the in the uh the driver's side so <laughs> we're hopped we're hopped out and we're just doing our little baile <laughs> oh my god and the uh the, it was a hoopty so it, it obviously wasn't aligned wasn't it as a stick too mm-hmm. so i had that <laughs> shit and i don't know I, had, I don't know how we were doing it was a stick <laughs> it was manual guys so i had I put it in for and it's just going by itself sound like a steam engine <laughs> ghost clutching ghost, ghost clutching we're ghost clutching and then i noticed that the car is like turning a little bit and we were in the middle of the street but then it started veering towards the sidewalk oh. and right when i noticed i'm like oh shit i'm i run in, inside and i i try to um Damn, why is that thing giving feedback for? Is it your computer? It, you think so? I don't know. It's all good. But um, I noticed that the car is veering towards the sidewalk. And I jump in there and I try to turn the steering wheel. But it's too <laughs> late, guys. This Astro van, we done fucked it up. From the back bumper all the way to the front. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. Just crushed yeah. the whole side of it. And the car's still going. <laughs> right after that it was Jesus. still going like a uh like a kamikaze the slowest kamikaze ever bro and that uh, was bad. <laughs> so whoever was on the passenger side almost got squished yeah it was uh i think it was it wasn't mundo was it, it? could have been dick yeah yeah, yeah i think it was because he's like <clears throat> I, I think he said he had to like jump out of the car like into the street yeah he had to jump because <laughs> i think he, he was pinned oh he would have got, <laughs> 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 got killed <laughs> So stupid ass fucking kids, bro. So, so, uh, anyways, uh, the car crashes and we're like, oh, fucking good thing there wasn't another car right after it. Yeah. Kerr fell off. My boy Kerr fell (laughs) off. By the time the car finished crashing, Mo was already in his driveway running into his house. Yeah, sounds like Mo. (laughs) 
Mo, Mo, Mo the coward. <laughs> Mo's a real coward. Hey, shout out to Mo the coward. Shout out to Mo the coward. Make sure you guys follow a Mo Barber. Mo Barber at the Barber Lounge at Mo Barber the coward. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we almost uh, we almost killed Dick. We killed the Astro Van, and Kerr fell. Mo's in his driveway, already into his house under the sh- under the covers Jesus, he hopped bro. through the window guys he, he didn't have no screen yeah because he had the, he had the front window right <laughs> yeah there. you don't have no screen so he hopped through that shit <laughs> me dick and schnozzy we jump in the whip and <laughs> bone out and uh mind you guys i'm probably like maybe 20 at the time because i don't think we were clubbing at that time we were no. still house party yeah, 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 yeah. because you were going with us and right. you wouldn't be able to go with us to the club. So we were house party. <clears throat> we dip out from there and then we dip to our um, to our sanctuary, which is uh, Del Taco. Del Taco. We ended Bumper up, cars in the drive-thru. Yeah, dude. We would fuck around all the time, guys. We ended up at Del Taco. I think I dropped Dick off at his car and um, me and Schnazzy. We just, damn, what is that, dude? Sorry, guys. There's a helicopter. I don't know what phone it is or what it is, but it's all good. We end up back at Del Taco, and we're just like, dude, that was fucking nuts. And then after we finish eating, like any stupid kids, we're like, let's go check it. Let's go see what happened. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel bad, man. We fucked up that van. And, um, I mean, granted, it was a... It was like a hoopty van, but still, man, it's not my property to be destroying like that. I felt bad, you know, but at that time, as a kid, I was just uh, growing up, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the man I am today. I, I mean, you just don't, because you, you don't have responsibilities like that, you know what I mean? I don't mean? have so, any responsibilities. So you're not like, you're not considering like. I didn't have to do shit, dude. All I had to do was pay for gas and like <laughs> for real. my phone bill or whatever. It wasn't even yeah. that crazy in my phone. If it was a phone, dude, it was like a fucking, like a gizmo that the kids have oh, now. Oh, man. It should just had buttons. It was, yeah. Do you remember those things? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the razor. I didn't never had a razor. When the razor was like fire. I didn't. I wasn't luxurious enough to have a razor. I had like the uh, the throwaway razor. The dispo- <laughs> I had the disposable razor. The batteries lasted like eight days back then. Yeah, dude. Times were different back then. But everything was different, man. And I I remember one time that you were ghost riding. You had this like red whip. What was that? Like a centaur oh, or some shit? No, that was my. Uh, oh man. You're making me cry right now. <laughs> that was my uh, my Mazda protege. Yeah, dude, I remember that. And you used to ghost ride on that bitch going like 45. Yeah. And I was just watching. <clears throat> I, I didn't say anything Ew. like, hey, watch out, bro. I was just like, let's just see where this goes. We used to, I, I remember one time in my dad, and it's probably after I ran the, the protege into the ground. Cause, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we had a lot of fun in that car. Yeah. Um, I grow a ghost road or ghost whatever you want to call it. Yeah. My dad's work truck in the Pacifica parking lot after school. Shut the fuck up. And my and it was a stick too. And my buddy, I think 
was like by the driver wheel and then i jumped on the hood of the truck and then there, there's a picture of it somewhere too no way. Yeah, like somebody was taking a picture of it in, then, in class or i mean after school after school yeah everybody's just watching yeah oh my yeah God. you were just, trying to go viral you just i don't know what i was doing man just not rebelling thinking. yeah that's definitely definitely a big part of it i, I would say most of it we just, we just didn't give a fuck dude you know it was just like the idea came and then we we're like yeah let's execute let's was do the, it uh, that was the environment back then too man yeah you know we were um we were just doing whatever like even house parties we would show up to house parties and i didn't know whose house it was oh yeah i didn't know who was throwing it half the time i just knew somebody who knew somebody who was there and we rolled up it was usually at least like five of us that rolled up oh yeah 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 and we didn't know anybody and we would walk in and people would be looking at us because they know we don't know anybody but we were just cool well what's yeah. up man hey, hey. you know make friends with people and a couple minutes later you're gucci you're chilling yeah bro you're taking shots yep. in the kitchen yeah you go to <laughs> go to the backyard that is like your little section now yeah and you man. just chill right there you don't fuck with nobody don't do shit you're good that was for me house parties was a lot of fun man Hell yeah, like man. like thinking back like that was that was my shit yeah was house partying it was a good time man i wish i could still house party i know but kids are fucking nuts now dude maybe we should uh throw a house party throw an adult, an house, adult party? house party i don't want none of those scoundrels at my pad <laughs> fuck that dude i'll go i'll go to somebody's house party i ain't throwing no fucking house party dude remember the hotel parties too the hotel parties were always yeah were you at that hotel party with us that um that kerr destroyed the restroom in there no yeah dude we went to um where the where the cowboys practice at what yeah. is this really nice hotel what is it like uh i don't know something with the r i don't know why so many hotels are named with the r but it had an r name and um some uh some people are having a house party there and we went to the hotel and our boy oscar he was just super faded and he was in the restroom and we just heard mad commotion and i guess he was pissing and he fell and like no took down the curtain and all that <laughs> shit and just destroyed the restroom so <laughs> <laughs> right when he finished and we're like yeah dude we gotta dip because there was oh, a lot of essay activity there <laughs> and the essay activity it could have been their uh their deposit that they had on the hey, place hey. damn that's not feed me bro that's what we were out. <laughs> we were out i'm telling you man i did a lot of stuff back in the day that i'm not so proud of but uh it was definitely good memories man you can you can have good memories but they could come from a not so good place yeah i mean i think you're just just living in the moment you know what i mean and i think just as you get older like you can still live in the moment but in moderation you know what i mean you gotta understand <laughs> that every action has a consequence yeah. and we kind of really didn't ever think of the consequences we would just fuck around and and that kind of led to a lot of stuff even when we got older that even you know going out and and drinking and driving a lot. I, I personally, I very rarely did it, but a lot of the friends that I kicked it with would yeah. rarely not do it. <laughs> I might be one of those. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of us do. And and to be honest, 
we would have um, different nights where different people would drive. Right, oh, I drove right. last night. You drive. All right, cool. I'll swoop you up or whatever. And I never minded getting in the car with somebody who was drunk. And I, I think that now that I think back at it, I, that was so dangerous, man. Shout out so to Mo dangerous. the Coward. Shout out. Mo was always down to drive, man. He was always. And, and it doesn't make any... Uh, I don't want to put his business out there, but <laughs> it doesn't make it. It doesn't surprise me that I was with him when he got his Dewey because it was bound. Oh, to happen. you were with him? Yeah. Oh, me and God. George, we were with him. It was it was bound to happen because we would go out and this fool would take two vodka cranberries to the dome, like yes, one straw on the yes, left, yes, one on the right, yes. pound them both, and then he would carry one around. And I'm just like, fuck it. Oh. That was the Oxnard motto back then. Was fuck it. Yeah. I I remember just like even when like getting in the car just thinking like it wasn't good. But <laughs> but you're but you're you're just not yeah. Like necessarily worried about that cuz you're you're a kid. You're just you know, a good you're time. having a good time. You're invincible, like, dude. Man. And then we've been at spots. I, I maybe you were with us too. There was that um, house party uh, on the way to Six Flags, like in Fillmore. There was a, a ranch party out there, and some dude ended up getting murked at the party. Really? Yeah, they started busting off and killed this dude. I think I do remember that. I wasn't there, but wait, no, was that? It was by like the the train tracks, and we had to park in the dirt and walk like kind of mad far. Uh, chain link fence on the outside and they were like charging to get in and you get a cup or whatever oh, okay no 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 no. i wasn't at that one but there was another one where we were just party hopping mm-hmm. and it was i'm I, I may have not been drinking that night actually because i remember having to drive uh to my dad's house mm-hmm. so i was like hey like i i either wasn't drinking or, or stopped drinking like like way early on yeah so I ended up leaving because my dad lives in, in Fillmore. And I was like, I don't, I'm not trying to drive like hella late. At least 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I did. And then like, I, I remember like plugging in my phone and Mo calling me. And he's like huffing and puffing. Like he's like, like you won't believe what happened. I was like, dude, like, like, like what happened, you know? And I guess it was, uh, there was uh, a shooting. Like as soon as they showed up to the house because they didn't want to let some some people in, mm-hmm. and so they got mad and started started shooting. So Mo was like, I guess had to jump the fence, mm-hmm. um, and like, oh, I think I remember that yeah. one too. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I always like I always dipped when when, when shit the went fun down. Shit happened. Damn man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. But if you're listening to this now, you're talking about. 2003 2004 life was different back then guys that 14 years ago jesus christ think about that dude life was totally different i (laughs) took it back i'll reel that shit in don't forget where the fuck you are you old ass man god damn yeah dude that was a long ass time ago guys and times are totally different right now i i definitely would not um do some of the things especially the technology that you guys have available now you just call a fucking uber you know call an uber get picked up who, who, whatever, you know, call your parents. They they won't care. You know, if you're somewhere where you shouldn't be, call your parents be like, Pops, 
some shit went down. Can you come swoop me? You know, because their whole thing is to keep you safe. Yeah. Even if they get mad, who cares? You need to uh, you need to survive to live another day, and streets are rough out there. And, it, and it's not just it's not just you, right? It's it's you could hurt somebody, you know. Hell it's, yeah, it's like, dude. You know who, who's you know whose life you know can you take? And I think one of the hardest things when you know when you're drinking it and you get to that point, it's like you, you then you get like the beer balls, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like no, like I'm good, I'm good. And so I think to your point, it's always important to have somebody knowing you know what i mean like hey i'm gonna be out here drinking or i'm gonna and if, if you know they're driving right it's good to know like somebody's checking up on you yeah like i know when i'm out my wife's constantly texting me when yeah. she knows i'm drinking you know she's like hey um are you drunk are you drunk blah 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 and then it'll get to a point to where or a certain time where she's like if you're still drinking you're calling an uber yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying and yeah. so um, it, it's just always good to <clears throat> to have fun, but you know, like like I said earlier, it's like in moderation. You know, and there's there's consequences. And yeah, be responsible. That's it, guys. If you're listening to this, we definitely did have a lot of good times, but we definitely did dodge a lot of bullets, like uh, real bullets. Thank God. Yeah, thank God, nothing happened. But we were never involved <clears throat> in that shit. So I kind of felt that the people that did get in that kind of mix, they were. They knew it was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't just on some random shit. No, not ever. But we fucking dove way into it. That's as long as I've known Roach. Is is probably um, shit. So maybe fifteen years at least, something like that. It's been a minute, dude. Because I I even knew you before um before I started kicking with you with Mo. Yeah, because when I would go to to with Nando, yeah, 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 yep, yep. you would be there, right, right. And I remember those times, and, yeah. I, and that was that was two totally different circles. That's crazy. Like we had like direct mutual friends. Like yeah. it wasn't just like oh, like we know like a random person. It was like you were like cousins with yeah. with Nando. You know what I mean? And like how, the relationship that you and I had with Mo prior to ever knowing each other. So it's, it's kind of crazy. It is, man. And I, I think the reason we gravitated toward each other because we were both fucking hustlers. Grinding. Always. Grinding, man. Uh, we would uh, we would hustle whatever, guys. Like This was probably around when I was very big into stereo systems. Yes. And you had that uh, the Acura. Yep. And yep. uh, we would always hustle systems. Or oh, the Accord. The Accord. Was it an Accord? It was an Accord. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was an Accord. And uh, you always had slappers in it. I always had them. <laughs> and we were always just telling each other deals and shit and, that we were able to come up on. That was like that was kind of what really, really like got me started in, in hustling like in adulthood. Really? Yeah. Like that, I, I would say... Like that was legit. Where I was like, "Hey, this is like this is something I like doing." The flip, the flip, man. Yep. Like it was because what it was, right? Because <clears throat> a lot of like you remember, I would buy a lot of J Audio, yeah, right. And so J Audio even used was hard to buy cheap. It ha- it kept its uh, value, yeah, definitely. Did. So when you hit up somebody on Craigslist who's selling, like let's say an amp and you're trying to basically steal it from the person right yeah. like it, it's kind of, it's hard like people don't just want to give their shit up especially when they know the quality of it so what what made it you know hard was you had to 
go to multiple sellers until you were able to find somebody right who was able to give it to you at a profitable price yeah maybe they didn't know what it was worth or <clears throat> needed the money like whatever. needed shit gone you know and so that's like the hunt the hunt just made mm -hmm. it just kind of like really really exciting for me and then once i <laughs> it's funny once i started i started buying like a lot of stuff like you remember i had like I remember you would always have a lot of shit. Like I had subs, I had amps, I had like just a bunch of shit, right? And so eventually what I started doing was I started buying speakers and stereos and I started selling them in packages. Oh shit. And I would take pictures and post them on Craigslist and I'd sell like a, a stereo package. And then I'd put another ad out saying, um, that I could buy, get you new or used um, gear at discounted prices. Yeah, and it was like a flyer that I put up on Craig. You know, on really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it was it was fun. It was fun, man. And it, it just kind of you know grew from from there. And it was just it was just like a fire. Like I just love doing it. Hell yeah, man. That was that was such a good time because we always had really good systems. And it just seemed like we always had money. It, it, it yeah. really seemed like getting money wasn't a problem. No. I mean... It was there. It was, it was out there. Always, we, just, we were able just to find it. Always, man. We all, there was never really a time where we were just like, ah, I don't have money. Like We, were just all, we always had enough to whatever, get some Del Taco, get some gas, like go party and have a good time. Just, yeah. I mean... I, and I hear you talk about it too a lot. You know, it's like there's there's it's there's stupid money out there, man. Like there there really is, and people just need to apply themselves, right, to to be able to to go out and and get it. And yeah. I think that was one of the things that kind of attracted us as well was that, especially at that age, especially at that age, you know what I mean? Because you, I think, had just started Downstar, like like when you were like actually going to meets yeah, and yeah, like yeah. actually it's starting to sell the branded stuff, like yeah. when you were at Best Buy. Yeah, so it was about two thousand nine. Yeah, so I mean, it's still like we're still young, right? And not a lot of people are doing that at at that age. And so I think that was one of the things that that kind of connected us was that we were able to to kind of converse with one another about the same topics that we weren't with other people yeah because there wasn't much people that i spoke with that were hustlers yeah they were getting hustled and sometimes <laughs> getting hustled by me <laughs> I, I know for a fact i've been hustled by you a yeah couple times. I, I know i've hustled you a few times but I, as long as we left the deal both feeling pretty good about it that's kind of what i would go for but I think right now I am a lot more um, considerate than I was back in the day. I was a hustler, guys, and I was yeah. I was getting my money. Yeah, 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 for sure. So there would be a deal that Roach would pick up on something, and I would just be like, "Hey, well, we could do this and do this." And I had, I felt like I had the overhand because I can do the install. That's what it was. That's what it was for sure. So I can sweeten the deal like that. Like, all right, Roach, you just got this sub, but that's all he had was the sub. I had the means to get the box. I had the amp and shit. So I'm like, hey, let me get that sub from you. I'll give you this setup because I had mad equipment yeah, too from Best yeah. Buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then 
and then it, it just it, it was it became a lot man because i was driving i was literally driving uh to like culver city yeah to pick stuff up dude and to to sell stuff you know so there was times where like it probably wasn't even worth actually you know making the drive but it it, it was fun like that's kind of what the hustle is right it, it's, it's kind of being able to like drag yourself through the dirt sometimes and, and just just try it out you never know when you're gonna hit something yeah. you know, the hologram you never know when you're gonna get the hologram so yeah man <laughs> i mean well you got you got uh i i think with you man and one of the things that's that's kind of really admirable that a lot of people can't do right is like you found that that hologram yeah right with with what it is that, that you're doing with with you know downstar yeah um and and for me like that's always been something that's that's been exciting you know especially it was it was obviously awesome to see you get started but then to see you pass like that five-year mark and yeah. six-year mark you know it's like it's kind of it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable because a lot of people who you know start organizations or start companies whatever you want to call it in the same type of circumstances they don't live through like that fifth year i know man i never even really think about it but to, next year is going to be 10 years that's legit nuts, april man. is going to be 10 years that's dude. nuts and it's just um I, I never think about it like what am i gonna do in five years i'm like dude i'm, I'm getting through this fucking yeah year, yeah know? my goal every year is just to beat uh last year right so right. this month november my goal is to beat november 2017 and that's it that's yeah. my only goal that i have to do you know i'm i'm i let the company grow organically i'm not saying that at this time i need to be this much because it's not even about money dude right right it's about like seeing how far i can take this shit and that's, uh that's, that, cool. that, that's it's at the at the base of it it's just the hustle yeah whether it's selling bolts or selling cds or stereo equipment whatever it's just the grind man and and i think that that's one thing that i, I think more people should should really understand is it doesn't matter right like you see uh you see these kids on youtube opening toys yeah and they've got you know 10 15 20 million subscribers you and they're opening a toy so for you to say that like you can't like you can't do something especially in today's day and age like it, it's kind of hard for me to pussy yeah you know like you're you're mad pussy in other words yeah dude you know? i could fucking sell anything bro i could literally sell anything if there's a value to it i can sell it and if there's not a value to it i can make a value to yeah it, you yeah because it's all it is is you got to show the value of something to somebody else and Absolutely. whether it's it's just you as a person, if you can sell yourself, dude, you know, I, I can sell myself easily. Man. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm selling, I know it's a good product. I'm right. Not, like even this podcast stuff, it's, I know what I have and I know what I can yeah. what I can give off. And I know a lot of other people can't give that, you know, so I'm, I'm on my grizzly, dude. That's all it, what it is. And everybody listening, you guys have something that you can do. But just think about your daily your daily job you're you're a cog in in the wheel mm -hmm. of somebody else's dream yeah you're doing something right now whatever right, you're right, doing right. Whatever. and they're probably really good at their job mm -hmm. you know what i mean just think if you could get good at that some shit you don't even like doing how good can you get at something that you actually enjoy doing that's real shit but you're being mad pussy and you're not even doing it that's real shit man you know? i mean 
and it, it, it's crazy because like like you see so many people especially on obviously on social media like you, you see people's lives right day in and day out yeah and you see some of this shit that people are making and people are creating and you're like that's that's fucking dope you know what i mean but that same person is complaining about how they're in this situation or, or they're in this shit situation and it's yeah. like like look at what's what's in front of you you know like yeah. I, I just feel like we just consume ourselves with, with a lot of that that negative you know energy what don't i have what don't that's I have? all people think about what don't i have you know i don't give a fuck dude like the really the only thing that i would want to have that we don't have is we're i want to get a bigger house yeah and and a lambo <laughs> and that's that's pretty much it dude everything else it just we're we're doing cool you know right we're eating right good we're having a good time i don't have shit to complain yeah. about ever and i i, I mean I, I find myself you know kind of complaining you know too right yeah. about like maybe some shit that that didn't happen but then you, you, you got to look in the mirror like you got to look in the mirror and, and ask yourself like why why did that happen or why didn't that happen yep you know and it goes back to what i was telling you you know before with 100% of everything is your fault, mm -hmm. right? And and you have to like you have to accept that. Like that's just life. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's it's something like as stupid as well, you get hit by a bus, right? Yeah. Well, you could have taken a, a different route or you, you could have left looked. it. Looked. You could have <laughs> looked. You Whatever, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like definitely. like it, it's like everything is just like your fault, right? And it's like I think the important part about that is being able to just take ownership. Hell yeah. Because that's like that that's what's the hard part is yeah. being able to to own your shit cuz you have to admit you're wrong or you or you have to admit you didn't do something. Yeah. You know and I just think a lot of people it's hard don't man. like that. It's hard but how how I feel about it is I feel that it's it's closure. You know yeah. what I mean? So if there's a certain <laughs> circumstance that happens, I could just be like, damn, I wish that didn't happen because this or this. I could just be like, you know what? This is the move that I made. It wasn't the right move. I'll learn from this next time. Yeah. You keep moving. You keep moving yep. forward. Like the uh, philosopher uh, Joe Dierte said, you got to keep on keeping <laughs> on. You know, you got to keep moving forward, dude. You can't be looking back and just thinking about, oh, if I would have done this, yeah. then I could have fixed the relationship or whatever. You know, it, it is what it is. At that time, you thought that that was the best decision to make. Uh, in hindsight, it wasn't the best decision. Yeah. And yeah. so what? You just got to keep moving forward, you know. But the, these people that... Just, just think about it, guys. Anybody that that comes to your mind, think about that somebody who complains a lot, and think about the quality of their life, and think, would you change lives with them? I guarantee you wouldn't. Guarantee yeah. you fucking wouldn't. No, not at all. There's nobody that I know that complains all the time that I would want to be in in their spot because it's just if somebody can't take responsibility for their actions, that's pretty much one of the biggest turnoffs that somebody can give yeah, off yeah and if somebody can take responsibility that's one of the biggest turn-ons it's know? huge i mean it, it really is huge because like it, it proves that you don't mind eating shit basically mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying which is like as human beings right as prideful human beings is like even to our our wives like we don't want to admit like we're wrong right yeah. so we'll just argue just so we don't have to, even though we know we're not right, like yeah. we'll just fucking continue arguing, right? But I mean, willing to accept that and, and you know, to, to kind of eat that shit is just, 
it's it's huge man like it makes you a different person oh it definitely does dude and i could say that from my own experiences like i i, I should have been a lawyer guys because <laughs> the way i can talk myself out of situations <laughs> that's uh I'm, I'm very good at that and i would do that all the time with ashwin whenever we would get in a fight yeah yeah i can find any way to switch right, it on her. right 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 anything i could switch it on her but after a while with her telling me the same thing, you always just turn it around on me. I'm just like, you know what? I actually do. And yeah. I, I figured out, like, when we get to those situations now, it's just like, okay, cool. Try not to escalate this situation. Right. You know, we'll calm down. And afterwards, you know, I, I apologize that it, it shouldn't have went like yeah, this. I did yeah. this or whatever. And she has no problem admitting her faults, too. And that was kind of... Uh, an attractive quality of hers that's awesome because she wasn't one of those girls that it wasn't my fault it wasn't this yeah. you know and i'm i'm used to d dating like losers and shit <laughs> and they, all they would do is just complain about yeah. their lives and i'm like motherfucker what the fuck you mean like all this shit's your fault what do you mean it's a yeah. this is your fucking fault for real you know? man and just own your shit but I say that about my exes, like, no, no disrespect to any of them. I wish them all the best. It's just that at those times in our lives, it just wasn't matching up, you know, right. and, and it had a lot to do with, uh, with my growth too, because, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't really the best, uh, the best person back in the day. I mean, I wouldn't do like scandalous stuff or mean things or whatever, but I really was, uh, selfish a lot of the time and that not only with relationships with with women but with friends too it really didn't um line up as well and i i caught myself just like always going through some kind of shit with with how i i was i i, I guess what it would be is i wanted people to treat me how i treated them right right and i didn't understand that you can't think like that yeah you have to be the person that you are and if people appreciate it they do but and there and if they didn't then you know you you can either move on or deal with it yeah but what i would do i would just you know be so upset about it that somebody's not even you know what the fuck dude i bought you lunch last time like you can't even you know right right and that's not you shouldn't really live life like that uh, expecting things from others and i expected a lot from other people and the people that i expected things from was people that i shouldn't have expected things from and it's not their fault <laughs> yeah you know? yeah it's yeah, just yeah. i should have i should have been more dialed in right, and right i think right now is um is the best i've ever had that dialed in before yeah. and that's pretty cool like like when you can kind of come you know to that realization right is to the only thing that you could ever really have control over is being you yeah right and so for me like one of the things that that i've focused on is just always trying to be like as true to me as possible mm -hmm. but not really having like expectations you know what i mean and that goes to like not expecting anything yeah because because i think like we're we're all different obviously and you know maybe somebody's not going to be as giving as like maybe you are yeah right and and i think it's, it's important to to not have that expectation because then it's more genuine right you're not doing it you're not doing it so that way you can expect something back yeah you know what i'm saying because i think that's when you set yourself up for disappointment is when that that boomerang don't come back yeah it's like 
what the fuck? We're playing dude? catch. Yeah. And I throw you the ball and you <laughs> take that ball home. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, for real. That's for my real. ball, dude. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why they kick dogs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Nah, shout out to dogs. I fuck with dogs. I fuck with dogs more than cats. I don't. I don't fuck with cats. I don't really fuck with cats. If you guys, if you guys fuck with cats, don't. Uh, for, look yeah, look for up sure. the history of cats and their uh, soul stealers. <laughs> so don't yeah. fuck with cats. Com. Yeah. Dot org. <laughs> yeah. This, this should be an organization. Non profit. <laughs> don't fuck with cats. I know people are listening right now and they're like, I love my cat. He don't love you, bro. He don't give a fuck about you. Nah. Okay. Hell no. That cat's gonna fuck you up one day. And when you have a kid and you're like, oh, Fluffy, once you leave the room, that kid, that cat is gonna scratch that kid, dude, in the face. Dogs are different. Mm hmm. Dogs are different. Like, like dogs just wanna, like, love. They just wanna love you. Cats just wanna murder. They want you to come home from work. Yep. You know, cats don't give a fuck. No, well, dude, no. They're out. Out. Yeah. Fucking. You ever hear That's a, all they do. You ever hear a cat have sex? You think that shit sounds yes. fun? Yes. Well, that, well, it does. It sounds fun, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. One of them is having fun. One of the two cats is having fun, and one's getting raped. It, it's intriguing. I'll say that. Yeah, it it's sounds intriguing. like they're scrapping. You've never scrapped while you're. Nah, that's rape, dog. It's ha- it literally sounds Whoa. like some jail shit. Yeah, but like play scrap. You know what I mean? They're play scrap. What kind of sex are you having, I'm just, bro? Well, cat sex you're having <laughs> you're literally having cat Bro, sex i mean you know <laughs> it's wild to each their own to each their own man i uh, like i said I, I all i can do is just be true to myself <laughs> <laughs> damn dude that's some r- rough sex bro but yeah i don't fuck with cats man cats are uh cats are murderers they're murder machines. They my, go out and kill mice and my kill whatever. My wife keeps bugging me to get a fucking cat. Really? Yeah. Like she. So her last cat, true story, true story. Uh, her last cat was eaten by her dog. Shut the. F- I swear. I swear. So no. The, the cat way. was like. <clears throat> the cat had lived there like for for fucking years. Like yeah. you know for years, and they but. The dog was always trying to get in. It was a golden retriever, a big golden retriever. Wow. And there was there was one day where I don't know what happened. I don't know if they left like the bedroom door open or, or what, but the cat went missing. So wait, the, the dog stayed where? The dog just stayed out, out in the living room, whereas the cat only stayed in my wife's bedroom. Oh, so I thought one was outside and one was inside. So they're in the like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. They're in the same house. And, and the cat would just come in and out because they're uh, she she put like a hole in the screen. OK, so the cat would just kind of come in and out whenever it wanted to. And it basically lived like in the bedroom. Yeah. And so they, they were separate. Like it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal. Well, I don't know if like like I said, the, the bedroom door was left open or, or what, but the cat went missing for like a week or for a period of time and like they didn't know where the like the cat just hadn't come back uh-huh and they're like dude like what like maybe the like maybe it got eaten you know by by yote or something like that yeah like yeah, what yeah. you know whatever and i forget i think they took the dog out uh-huh. for a walk because you're like let's see if the dog will sniff out the cat uh-huh. And sure enough, the dog walks across the street to the neighbor's house, and there's the cat just done in the bush. Yeah, so, so and they're like, um, 
Oh, I think. Actually, I, I think they actually did. Now that I think about the story, I think they did. The dad witnessed the dog grab the cat. Now that really? Think yeah. And I think the cat just kind of like scampered away and just ended up just like dying or some stuff like that. Oh, wow. But yeah, like they couldn't find the cat. And so they took the dog outside, and the dog walked across the street to the neighbor's bush, and there was and a just cat. died. Yeah. So he took him over there, like, look, family, I did this. Yeah, for you. yeah. Like, was like, hey, There's I got, your I got it. I got. It. <laughs> I, got I finally it. got that thing that was always in your room. <laughs> <That thing. laughs> I finally got it for you. What they do with the dog? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Just yeah, yeah. Pat on the nose, newspaper yeah, to the nose, yeah. and that's it murdered Shh, don't do that again murdered a family member well, yeah you're not gonna do it again because it's done <laughs> <laughs> buy another cat i can't promise you nothing wow. but no ever since then like my wife's been like oh can we get a cat can we get a cat and i'm like i don't want a cat really like nah you know what cats are bitching though if i were to get a cat is uh those those bangles have you seen those things no, no, a bangle cat it's a bangle yeah it's like a there's another name for them too um but they're like big cats, dude. They're I thought, big. Like they're they're fire. Really? Yeah. I thought you were talking about like the nutsack cats. The ones that are mad naked. Nah. Nah, those things are crazy looking, bro. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. not a cat fan, dude. Shout out to cats though. Keep living your life, murdering machines. No not not shout out to cats, but shout out to cat lovers. Like you know what I mean? Do your thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter that you're a weirdo. Yeah. It's all good. Just because I don't like them don't mean just because you're a weirdo doesn't mean anything (laughs) but there's weirdos with dogs too like chill out bro like this isn't i don't know i'm 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 gonna stop right now because i'm gonna offend mad people because people feel about their animals how they feel about their 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 family you know we we could talk about people's family too if you want instead so i have this homie his his (laughs) grandma's real ugly (laughs) i get a a, one of my boys his name is mo coward (laughs) mo the coward dude i had i did an episode with mo and george on here one night did you really yeah and we just ended up talking about like random people that nobody on the podcast would ever care about and then these two fools were just going back and forth with each other. Oh, remember that night? And I'm just like, oh yeah, God. this is never going. <laughs> no one is going to listen to it's this. It's just, just about <laughs> nothing. Just a loss, man. But uh, so let, let, let's uh, let's kind of reel it back in a little bit. We kind of got out there with <laughs> the whole disrespect of the feline community. Shout out to cats once again. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But uh, so, yeah, you, you're... Uh, Kind of when we when we met around and we were hustling together, it was the stereo equipment. But what uh, what do you remember your earliest memory of realizing what money really was and how to obtain it? What money really was? Because there was a point in your life where money didn't mean anything to you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you didn't understand what it meant. You didn't understand <clears throat> the power that it had. And then there had to be a time where it just clicked in you where like, <coughs> if I do this, I'll get more of this money stuff and I'll be able to buy toys or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know what? You know what? I think it was. It, it definitely did, you know, start with with the chase for money because mm-hmm. growing up, right? Like 
we didn't have like a lot of money. Um, we didn't we have a lot. So right? give us an insight onto what your your childhood was like. Maybe your earliest memories or things that shaped you as the adult you are today. Oh man. Um. Well, I mean, just kind of starting from. I mean, like going, going, like you trying to go like super deep. Yeah, I'm gonna go as deep yeah. as you want. I told yeah. you I'm the hood Dr. Phil, bro. So however far you want to go. No doubt. Um, so just kind of starting off, I mean, maybe, you know, like toddler years. Um, so my, my dad was in prison for a few years. Uh, by the time, probably like, I was probably like two to five, two to five years old. Okay. Um, is when is during the time that my, my dad was was in prison, and I had lived with my my mom, but then my mom had actually um, left to Oklahoma. Oh shit! Yeah. How old were you? You know what's crazy is I was probably like four or five, and I, I still remember that day. That she dipped? Uh, that she gave me the decision to dip with her. Because what happened, and, and I think, I, I honestly till this day don't even know why she went out there. Like, yeah. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Um, but I remember her sitting me down, and she's like, hey, uh, I'm moving to, to Oklahoma. And she's like, my sister was probably like two or three at the time. So she's like, you know, your sister's coming with me. She's not old enough to, like, you know, make up her own mind. But she's like... But you being a five-year-old... Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, like, my mom has always, like... Like, she's always known, like... I, I've just always been able to make, like, decisions for myself. And she's always treated me like that since since I was a kid, Treated right? you older than you really yeah, were. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Always, always. And so she's like, hey, you can, you can come with us or you can stay with your grandma and grandpa. Wow. And, you know, my dad, my dad, you know, was in prison at the time. Mm -hmm. So obviously her parents. Uh, no, my dad's parents. Oh, wow. My dad's parents. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's important, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, I'm staying. Uh -huh. So my mom dipped. My dad was, you know, where he was. And then I grew up. So I went to... I want to say it was like kindergarten, first grade, and live with my with my my grandma and grandpa. Okay, and then when I was in second grade, my dad got out of prison, mm -hmm. and somehow, some way, like got custody of my sister and myself. But your sister was in. She had, well, she had to come back. Like she had it once my dad got out of prison. Like she oh, had to like, bring my kid back. What the yeah, fuck? yeah, because like I mean, otherwise it would have been like a, a huge deal. Kidnapping. Right? Yeah. So I uh, the way that my dad like kind of explains it, I, I think what ended up happening was like my grandma basically kicked my mom out because my dad was coming home. Mm -hmm. So then my mom, my mom was kind of like left in the dust. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when my dad started going through the process of of. Uh, getting custody of so us. was it that that she had somewhere to live in oklahoma she, no she, well she she technically had somewhere to live but when she came back she 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 didn't oh got you okay yeah, got you, she, got you. She, so she this did. is on this is on her way back your dad's out she's on her way back they're going through custody for your sister yeah 
and he already has you so he's good pretty much yeah because I'm, I'm living with my grandma so yeah so yeah but now it's just about you know making it legal mm -hmm. so they go through that battle and that battle literally lasts so like i'm 18 shut the fuck yeah dude oh yeah like they they hated each other wow. they hated each other dude i mean like a I, 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 real shit uh i, I remember one time when, when like my my mom was like trying to like run my dad over <laughs> like some crazy no shit. way oh yeah man like like they they hated each other wow. yeah they hated each other so why why was it able why was she able to give you that choice but when your sister was of age she couldn't just give her the same choice well because by the time my sister was of age my dad was already out of prison yeah so at that time like no she had no choice like the the choice was like now it's what parent are you gonna stay with mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so when my dad got back like right away like right away he got he got custody yeah we moved from oxnard to the avenue uh-huh and then I lived on the avenue from the time I was in second grade uh, till I was a freshman in high school, actually. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I lived in Ventura for, for that, that duration. And because um, cause my dad, right, like Oxnard got my dad in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so my, my dad's thing was when he got out, he wanted to try to be like as not as far away from Oxnard, but he wanted to get the fuck out of Oxnard. Is he born and raised? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, because I've always heard of your dad, and he w lived out there, so I kind of assumed that that you had grown up out towards that way in Fillmore. Fillmore, yeah. No, no, okay. he didn't move there till probably like two thousand three. Okay. What school did he <coughs> go to? Uh. I think both Channel Islands at one Amy. Oh really? Yeah, I think he okay. got kicked out of one and then Oh shit. Had to go to the, oh, had to go to the other one. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So you go through this whole battle and how are you feeling at this time? Like what are your earliest memories of how you felt the quality of your life was? I think very, very early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was probably about eight years old because <clears throat> one thing about like my dad especially was he never like really lied to us about what the situation was. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I think even even from a young age, like I just understood, you know what I mean? Like I, I understood like the situation and like, I mean, you see it, you know what I'm saying? It's like you, you think now, right? Like. When you have have kids, we're like, well, like kids are a lot smarter than we than we think they are, yeah. right? Then we give them credit for, it, and it's like, well, so were we, like when, when we were kids, you yeah. know. So I was probably like eight. I was probably eight years old because <clears throat> it it was just like a constant just fight, right? Like a fun, uh, like every time my mom would come to like pick us up or drop us off like it was just a constant battle right uh, there was never a time where like hey my mom's here like let's go okay cool yeah i feel you yeah so that that always like emotionally sucked but where it really got like kind of fucked up was when i knew that like my parents were trying to like 
play, not play me and my sister, but use you guys as pawns. Yeah, like influence us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to get the upper hand. Whereas, you know, what that meant was like we weren't really the important thing like in the situation. You know? Yeah, so 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 you didn't feel like your best interests were what everybody was arguing over. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Never. It was never. something else. Yeah. It was just a matter of who's gonna win the battle. Damn, so you think the hatred was that big that that winning that argument or that fight was more important than anything else? I I think I think so, yeah. Um I think if not like a, a close that's like passion, 1A, dude. 1A. I wonder where, it, where I hope I hope we're not getting like too deep into it, dog. Mm. You know, but I just like wonder that shit doesn't come from nowhere. You know, if I very if I hate somebody, that's because we had a certain connection. Yeah, and something happened right. for me to to hate you because if I didn't give a fuck about you, I'd just be like, all right, whatever. You know. Yeah, and then just move on. Yeah. So I mean, maybe there was just some like love that was transitioning over into i want you to feel as bad as you're making me feel you know what i mean that's that's a lot of what it was because like i remember <clears throat> like my dad would even tell me he's like you know the, the day that i got out of, i got out of prison like he's like i told your mom um like i'm gonna i'm gonna take everything like i'm gonna take everything you have damn yeah like he he, like he told me that like long long time ago Right, he's like, yeah, I, I told your mom. He's like, I'm gonna like take her for. And you for never her. asked why. I I knew why. It was just like they. So when they were together, right? When when they got together, like they were both pretty, pretty decently into into drugs. Okay. And so that's what basically started everything. Got you. And so <clears throat> as I got older. My dad went to prison, got out, got clean, and like lived a like a civilian life, yeah. right? Whereas my mom like never really recovered from the situation, and so she actually like just never really stopped using. Got you. You know what I'm saying? And so that really like that really impacted the situation. Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Coming this Black Friday. You've been waiting for this all year. Bolt Friday. The one and only sale. Friday, November 23rd. And All of your favorite screwing and nothing accessories. Clutch line. Fuel kits. Break tuck kits. Firewall plugs. Engine kits. Transmission mount kits. Complete chassis Spikes, slug nuts, door buster, sales start midnight, Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Pacific. Enter the code Bolt Friday 18 to save ridiculous amounts of money. All of your favorite billet accessories in one spot. Just say what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. See you then. Yeah, I mean, she could probably have resentment because, you know, he was with her in the beginning points and maybe she can blame something on him right and he can switch it the same way yeah say you yeah. know that when i was with you that was like the darkest times of my life right you know, i'm trying to yeah it's damn that's crazy man and it's 
it's something to to see guys that something that you have going on now can really manifest into something else you know what i mean absolutely that it's kind of best to i i love that you're sharing all this too because maybe somebody can listening to this is in a certain situation that any any of, uh, of yeah, the levels and right. they can take some some feedback from it and the re- that's the reason i want to dive into this so we could dive into to your your endeavors of today yeah 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 you know so so go ahead continue um so you know i i think you know just kind of that that was very evident early on right like how it was and and i think financially we we never had like everything right um but we had food every night we had a roof over our head right we had christmas's birthdays you know all that shit but we weren't ever the kids at the ice cream truck got you and so kind of going back to, to to your question right that's when i realized the value of a dollar got you yeah and that that makes a lot of sense too because people from from similar upbringings not not you know the the, the trials and tribulations you've gone through but i'm just saying you were living in the same neighborhood as yeah. some other people you had the same schools you guys were you had the same uh kind of opportunities yep. so you could still relate to a neighbor because yes. if they're not going through the situation you are they're going through something else everybody's going through something you know what i'm saying like like everybody and when so what's crazy like it, it's it's crazy that that the story kind of comes up is all my friends like all my friends were um because we lived in a, in, a, in a complex where there was like a shit ton of us who were like the same age like right? a apartment complex oh, it was an apartment complex okay. yeah and like all of us were like within four years of each other right so we all played together mm-hmm. and so when the ice cream man would come around you know all my friends are buying you know their their wwf yeah, like yeah, ice yeah. creams and you know getting all this and you in know the, the box from yeah from the corn man and, and stuff like that right and then like we're we're sitting on the porch like fuck you know like like hey dad not nah, player yeah you know so it and so what happened one day was i got i got tired of not getting anything from the ice cream man. and so i think what i did was I dug into the couches while the ice cream man was out front mm-hmm. and couldn't find anything. So I think I just like went to the ice cream man or, or something like that to like buy something for like 10 cents or, or whatever. Something. And when the, when the ice cream man turned around, I fucking grabbed a pack of gum, like bubblicious gum, and I fucking, I, I, I jacked it, right? Oh, shit. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. And so I, I dipped out and what's crazy about that is nobody ever knew like nobody knew my parents like nobody i it was nobody knew just me i took the pack of gum and i opened it and then i felt so bad that i like just chucked it on the roof wow yeah and like never ate it yeah and it was like i would say like at that point like i was like if I if I want something like I, I've got to like have money to buy it, you know what I mean, and so what that kind of like led into was like I was going around the neighborhood using my dad's friend's lawnmower to mow the neighborhood lawns, yeah, so I could get money 
to like basically you know yeah buy shit and it's like when i when i got like that 10 bucks for mowing the front lawn it was like this shit's real yeah. you know what i mean oh, yeah. like this shit's real and like ever since then damn it's been game on the mowing lawn hustle oh yeah i'm sure a lot of people went through that shit mowing lawns it had to stop i would have kept going but it had to stop because it was in my lawnmower we lived uh, in an apartment um, so we didn't need a lawnmower <laughs> i didn't know i didn't put that two and two together when i was a kid what's maybe that? lawn mowing maybe it had to deal with me not even liking to mow lawns because my dad would make me mow the lawn sometimes. I don't think anyone likes mowing. And I'm like, man, this shit's whack. Hey, if I had a lawn, I, I would like mowing it because I don't have a lawn. You know, I would like to mow the lawn. I would like to decorate oh, Christmas yeah. tree or I mean uh, the Christmas lights and such. But I mean, in due time, I that's why I miss those those whiny houses. You know. Like Mo's house, fifth place, fifth street, all yeah, those. Yeah, man, those are that, nice. That's like that. If you were to tell me what you consider a neighborhood, that would be it. That's like the mm-hmm. epitome. That's yeah. that's it yeah, right there of sure. of a neighborhood, front yard, backyard. You know, kids play outside, and nobody really drives fast. Everybody knows everyone. You just wave at each other. Like that's that's how I grew up. So you, it was more of like the apartment complex, and everybody just met in the middle yeah. or was it at, at any time would you guys just chill out somebody's pad or no no we were always always outside always outside uh but there was scoot scootering biking we, we played a lot of sports too though not yeah. not a lot of sports but i played baseball like yeah. that's all i did was play baseball and when i wasn't playing baseball i was you know playing with the other kids yeah and so you, you, you know, you'd, you'd watch, like, different kids kind of come in and out of the apartment complex, right? But uh, we didn't we didn't live in... So my dad ended up buying, like, a condo. And then that's when we, we had the yard. And gotcha. I'm like, fuck, man, we should go back to the apartment because we got stuck pick, pulling weeds every weekend. Like, we were the ones mowing the lawn. Like, mm. my dad's just kicking back. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, no, it was it was good. Yeah, I really didn't have many um, many chores when I was a kid. No? Like, my mom did a lot. I never had to worry about cleaning my room or doing my bed or none of that shit. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. My mom was real dope for that <laughs> shit. Dog. She held us down. Hey, hey shout out to, to mom still making beds out there. Hell yeah. <laughs> she held it down, you know? And, um, I mean, my pops would have me do shit sometimes. Yeah. But I, I really had a lot of time to myself play video games or watch tv watch wrestling or read a magazine or whatever dude i pretty much did my own shit yeah i had my cousins that lived in the neighborhood across so i would go to their pad and do sleepovers and shit so i never really had to do like much of that and what i did do was car stuff my dad would be like i need you to help me change the brakes i'm like fuck that man that shit's lame i hated cars and my yeah. dad was like he loved them so yeah i would have my dad would ask me to work on cars i didn't want to fucking do that because every time i did that it was messy it was hot and it was just it was long right right he, he needed to get stuff done so i would have to help him out get the wrenches or whatever for him so that was kind of my introduction into um into cars without even knowing it right you know, and that's and crazy I, I guess i would 
think of that as a chore yeah too a chore that turned into something that it is today you know a hobby i i've I've heard a lot of stories like that like where you know people are like like that like forced into into doing stuff and then they they end up like falling in love with it right and it was just kind of like a a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. so yeah i can definitely i can definitely see that so you're uh you're seeing this conflict in an early age you're kind of growing up yeah at an early age and i i could say that about you're a lot more mature and because if we when we were when we were hanging out if you were how how old you were if you acted like that way we probably wouldn't be kicking it oh no yeah so you were a lot more mature and it makes it makes sense that you just had to experience a lot of uh rough rough patches in life at at an early age yeah i mean i i just there was one of the things was that my, my, my dad like never did shit for us right he would show us one time and be like there you go and my dad was like just figure it the fuck out all the time right and like he, he just like drilled that into us and you know th- that's got to do with the way you know he was brought up right and you know he he's you know where where he is and whatnot and so it was just like there came a time where i just stopped like asking for help you know and then you just start beginning to figure out shit on your own and then eventually i mean i was i was young man i, I was probably like maybe 10 when when like i, I kind of realized like who i was like who i really was and like that feelings like never changed yeah. till this day you know um and and that's just kind of something that's that's like you know like when people ask me you know like how or why and i'm like i, I, I don't know you yeah. know it's just something that like just kind of came to fruition when i was just you know very very young in age yeah um and so yeah i i had to figure out a lot of stuff on my own for sure so then take it to take it to like your young adulthood maybe graduating high school like around around then and that's kind of where our relationship started right right well i mean so kind of starting off where like where where we met right would be I'd say probably like my sophomore year because I had basically like hated living with my dad. Like hated living with, with my dad because of my stepmom. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was just like one day I just ran away. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was a, fr- I was a freshman mm-hmm. and I just, I, one night opened the door and I, I dipped. No way. Yeah. What'd I, you take? I dipped. Um, I don't think I took anything. No backpack, nothing. Uh, no. Oh, shit. No, no, no. I don't think I took anything. I just, I dipped. And then my dad ended up calling me, like, the next morning or something. And I was I was at my mom's. Calling your cell phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or calling, like, my mom or, or whatever. Because I was at my mom's house. Yeah. And it was like, hey, I'm going to report you as a runaway, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And... Once I did that, he had finally been like, all right, like, if you don't want to be here, like, get the fuck out. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's when I came to, to Oxnard to live with my mom. Uh-huh. So I was going to Wainimi, which is how 
you like had, I I knew I, I knew everyone. Yeah. Okay. Well, I knew because I knew I knew uh, I knew Pug because we had played ball together. Yeah. You know, and and Mo is, was always like the the older brother. Mm-hmm. So I had moved to to my mom's, and then when I got to my mom's. Like, that wasn't working out so well either. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the problem there? Well, she would, I mean, I mean, to be honest, like, she was, like, she was still using. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And because she was still using, we had no money. Damn. Like, no money. Like, we, we were broke, right? Like, living in Rose Park. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking on on food stamps. And who else lived there? Uh, it was it was so me, my mom, my one of my younger sisters, and then my two younger brothers, and and we all you know we all lived there. Yeah, and so that forced me to like have to get a job to like help my mom and and you know do all that shit. So damn, at sixteen or yeah. So so what what that created was me running away like from from my from my family problems yeah and so that's when i started like couch hopping no shit yeah so that's when that's like right yeah so that's when like me and fee became like really really close right and his family like r- you know really took took me in you know and and just like treated me like the adopted son yeah. you know shout out to to fee and his fam um and then we ended up you know having our differences and you know kind of going our separate ways um in the end but that is why i was like always over there and like fee knew my mom like his parents knew my mom like like what the situation was so they were pretty like pretty welcoming yeah that's tied to them dude yeah and I was, you know, running away, running away, and it was, it was, I, I think it was good, you know what I mean, because I, I got to kind of live, right, but what I was doing was I was running away and trying to surround myself with friends who had stable families, Yeah, you know, because when you think about it, like, fee, right, mm-hmm. very, you know, very stable family, very close, and then I was with, um, you know, after, after fee, mm-hmm. then I was living with like one of my girlfriends at the time. Uh-huh. Right. And I would stay like in the downstairs, you know, guest room and again, like very close family. And so I was trying to run away from my situation and put myself like in a better situation. Yeah. You know, and, and I think like what that did to be, to be like, now that I think about it, now that I say it out loud, I think had I never done that, I would have never seen <clears throat> what what's possible. Yeah. When it comes to having a stable family, right? For me, like even my my uh, my grandma and grandpa on both sides, um, all divorced. Mm-hmm. My dad divorced. Like aunts, uncles divorced, divorced. Like everything, right? So that's all that I knew, and I feel like if i if i never experienced like stable families and i would have just assumed that was the norm and then that's probably like what what my life would have ended up being like yeah you know like being in in a non-healthy relationship or marriage and this and that so it was good for me um but it it was rough like it, it was rough man for sure um 
it was lonely, like really, really lonely. Even you know? when you were living with these people? Yeah, yeah, because cause you knew deep down, like it, it's not your family. It's, it's not your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever feel like a burden? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. More often than not. Yeah. You know, more often than not. And I think at that time, too, like an era on my part was, you know, being young and just kind of going through all that, like emotionally, you're not ever really thinking about like, hey, like, how can I repay these people? Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of something like I regret, too. Um, but again, like it was just kind of like part of what I was going through. Do you mean you didn't feel like you showed them how much you appreciated yeah, it? Gotcha. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um, and I don't know if it was just, I mean, obviously there, there's multiple, multiple reasons, you know, why, yeah. but it's just, I was just, that's just the way I processed everything at the time, you know, is, is I just kind of just wasn't, wasn't thinking about it. I was just thinking about how do I survive is gotcha, what it was gotcha. like how do i survive day to day what know? am i gonna do yeah i feel you and so that was always on my mind um and so that yeah that that kind of yeah I mean, that, that makes was, sense if you're having to worry about so yeah. many adult problems at such a young age <clears throat> that that definitely makes sense um have you have you spoken with them and like showed them now or told them now how you how you how it's shaped you into the man you are today um you mean fee i mean yeah that the the family um i've like i've I've tried to reach out yeah yeah yeah, but i just i mean as long as that you put that energy yeah yeah world and as long as how you feel because there's ways that i feel about certain situations i'm like damn I wish it, it it didn't go like that, but right. that doesn't mean that I have to call this person up that's like just living their whole different life. Yeah, and yeah. just tell them, you know, because it's not like I think that they're thinking about it every day. And it's been so it's been so long too. I mean, life. I mean, it, it is you know unfortunate of a situation as it is. Like, I mean, life just it, it goes on. It you does, know? and that was just kind of a chapter in in your life, mm-hmm. you know. So. But yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, they, they were, they were definitely, you know, a, a blessing, you know, to my life at that time, Yeah, you know, because I mean, without that, like, who knows, you like who, who I really, you know, I don't know. Yeah. How but, much darker would it have gotten? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then, cause then you're talking about like, there, there's, n- there's nothing to stop you from, from doing other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're just out doing whatever. And I think that that's what happens to a lot of people is they don't have that out. Yeah. And they end up getting into some shit because that's their animal instinct. That's, yeah. the, that's what they got to do. You know, whether it's like a burglary or a robbery or, or what have right, you. Right. Right. You know, it's when you, when these people get in these situations, it's kind of hard to judge it because she's just like, damn, what led it to this? I mean, you, you have to think, right? And, and you have to understand like how much influence society has and how much influence there is just outside of your house, right? And, and that's where like a lot of parents think they go wrong. It's not that. It's just that these, your children are around this influence more than they're around you yeah you know and it's it's very very strong and and a lot of people do get get caught up well i mean we've we've been caught up in it yeah you know for periods of time but i mean we all come like 
we all come from from different circumstances but but i definitely think that you know we all technically have an option Mm -hmm. to to make it out oh yeah definitely and i I say that um life is like on on a linear spectrum it's like you'll start somewhere like this the end is is like entire total happiness right right and the beginning is like the worst possible situation you could be in in your life yeah so you're just a little further down or you're a little behind but that never stops the end goal of where you can be you're just gonna have to work a little harder than somebody and there will be those times where you pass those people on that on that spectrum you know it's been proven a million times over and over and over again you know and so it's definitely in in my situation wasn't like considered you know that bad yeah you know in 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 relation to like what the fuck some of these other people live like you know like i couldn't imagine yeah but it's you know that was my situation and and that's kind of what what i did to to keep myself above water you know but yeah i i definitely uh i definitely ran um you know from from my home issues a a lot for sure yeah um so all of these uh all these things you had to go through made you realize that that you have to you have to work hard to get what you want yeah yeah i mean because now what's happening right is you know when when you're when you're having to work to like help your mom pay for for bills who's going to help you yeah you know what i mean like if if your mom's supposed to be the one helping you but you're helping your mom like who who's going to you know who's going to help you through like when you need something yeah so with that i mean it, it just kind of forced me to to do things for myself because i didn't have a choice you know it was either that or just like lay in the mud yeah you know and so it's like i I had i had no choice but to just kind of continue to to progress like through that situation for sure do you feel that a lot of people on the outside knew like what you were going through um i think the ones who mattered did the ones who mattered did for sure um and the ones who who needed to know knew but yeah. the other people like I, I mean i just didn't give a shit about yeah, yeah, yeah you know what what they knew or didn't know or, or thought you know but yeah definitely definitely um and and that's that's important too you know to to know that that there's you know people there for you like even through like really really bad times man like there's still people there who support you yeah um and and that's that's really important you know to to hold on to so yeah so then you take your uh your ideas your business experience whether traditional or you know official or not yeah you were running some sort of business right. at a young age, whether it was hustling, flipping, you know, buying, selling, or what have you. Absolutely. Um, let's go ahead and talk about when you when you uh, <clears throat> actually started a, your first official business. Yeah, so that happened when um, I was in college, um, going to ASU. Uh, that was, man, what was that? 2000. 11 2012 okay so that's i don't want to skip over that because that's a huge accomplishment man through everything that you went through 
you still manage to put yourself through college yeah yeah for sure um you know that was one thing like that was really really important to me um was that i go to college and i get a degree like it was just something like so my dad didn't graduate high school right and so he pounded like education into us and I had like just made the decision that this is something that I'm gonna do. It right? has to be done. It, yeah, and it's something that that I also want to do, right? Like I wanted to, I wanted to go to Arizona State, play baseball, and you know do you know do all these other things aside from just you know get a degree. Um, but that was that was the the. I'm glad that you bring that up because it was. Uh, it was probably like to date, like the most pivotal part of, of my life um, was was moving out there. Um, I, I, I was it was let's see, 2009 is when when I, I decided like I'm gone. Yeah, like I'm gone. Um, it was we were watching the Dodger game. I was laying on the floor in, in Maddie's Maddie's room, mm-hmm. my girlfriend at the time, my wife now. Um, she you know, we're, we're watching the game and. I just like an epiphany, man, like, like my life just like flashed, like, you know, in an instant in front of me. And I was going to uh, OC and BC at the time and didn't really like have any plans. Like, am I going to go to, you know, a four year? Am I, am I going to, you know, am I going to do this? You know? And it was like, at that moment, I decided like, yeah, like I'm, I'm doing it. And so I, I look up at Maddie and I'm like, I'm moving to Arizona. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving. Because I had um, I had been living with her, mm-hmm. too. Like, and we had only been together for like a couple months. And you were living with her? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and I was living with her. Um, because at that time, it was... So me and Fee had our... our um, our separate or like our altercation or whatever yeah, yeah, went yeah. our separate ways right so then i ended up getting kicked out of their house yeah and my maddie was like hey like you can come you know live with me or it was go back to my dad's oh okay and like at that time i was like fuck that like i'm not all right like but cool. you still had a room at your dad's you would go there every once in a while right uh, um no i didn't have a room i didn't have a room because i, I didn't like i didn't because sometimes th- th- I would remember that you would be at your dad's house, or you're like, "Oh, I'm staying at my dad's tonight and feel more." In my whatever. yeah, like in my brother's in my brother's room. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. like in my brother's room. Um, so yeah, so I was I was living with Maddie, right? Maddie and her family took me in, so get another fucking you know couch hop. Yeah, and that kind of like that was the that was the final straw mm-hmm. right like that was like that's when i was like fuck this man and i was like i'm gone like i'm gone and it was uh i want to say it was september mm-hmm. 2009 when i when i told her that and she's like all right like oh like i'll go too like if, if that's cool no way yeah yeah and so we got together in february that would have been september so we were together six months right mm-hmm. 
And, you know, she had kind of been feeling like the same way, you know, that, that I had, like just kind of having like no real direction, you know, not knowing what to do at that point. We're young. I'm 19. Yeah. You know, or, uh, yeah, or 20, I'm 20. And three months later, January 1st, 2010. No way. Yeah. New Year's, New Year's Eve, we had the going away party. Um, and then January 1st, we dipped. Uh, we said I had fifteen hundred dollars, no job, and we had signed a lease on an apartment out there, and like we we had just both made the decision like we're in we're just gonna fucking do it, and so two weeks later we both found a job at the same place, um, and just just never looked back. Wow, like, never looked <laughs> back from there. And so, yeah, we ended up, we ended up starting at the community college because we had to get residency in Arizona. Otherwise, tuition would have been like some, like double. Gotcha. You know what I mean? For out of state. For out of state. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to establish residency, all this bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Um, Ended up going to the community college and then... We both applied to ASU like at the same time, and she ended up getting her acceptance letter into the university before I did. And I was like, I was so happy for her, but I was like crushed because I was like, oh shit, like I didn't get in. Yeah. You know, like, and I was just like devastated. And then like the next day, my, my letter came in. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, saying that, shit. you know, I, I had got, gotten accepted. And that was, I mean, that was just kind of the start like the start of everything like once that happened i mean i was just on fire yeah i was on fire man and there was nothing you know that was going to stop me so you know going through school and um i went to uh wp carry which is the the business school there and so you know definitely love learning about business and love learning about the different aspects and things like that but there's there's no there was no real life experience you know which which i knew right you don't get that you know just kind of going through college so that's when i made the decision that i was going to start my own company yes and so that's when i had come up with the idea of the no drop and the whole premise for the no drop was i wanted to know what it really took to start a business from idea to actually yeah. building it. Mm-hmm. And so the no drop, um, just, just so you guys know, it was a shower accessory, which prevented, you know, shampoo and body wash bottles from like falling off your shower ledge. It was like a web. Yeah, it was, it was like a web. And then you, it was like a, like a caddy, like a silicone caddy, basically, um, you can hold your toothbrushes, razors, like all that bullshit. And I had obviously come up with the idea when I was in the shower. And then because I was at the business school, there was, there was a lot of resources, right? And that's when I found out, like, you go from thinking you have no resources, like, to having a shit ton of options. Like, there's a lot of fucking resources out there, man. Like, it's gnarly. Like, once you actually open your eyes and start fucking looking. Yeah. And so I had gone. It's it's funny, man. It's so funny because I had gone into, um, there's, like, a separate campus where, uh, 
certain like college and student startups get housed in this in this campus and then they're given like mentorships mm-hmm. to run their business right but they've got to go through a competition and then they they win the ability to to be able to do that but it, but it, i mean it's it's an open resource right like you can go in and, and inquire things like that so i go in and i i meet with this guy his name is uh brent brent or, or brett and and I, I just think like I got I have the the greatest like the next fucking like you know Shark Tank yeah. idea right and what it was was I had made a prototype of the no drop out of the these molding beads mm-hmm. and it was just a hunk of shit dude like a true like I I've got pictures of it like it was a hunk of shit right yeah. and. I go and I, and I go and I go to uh, you know meet this guy, and he's like he's like one of the directors. Mm-hmm. I want to get his name correct because I feel bad because like he he really really uh, you know did definitely influence me. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> so I go in there. Yeah, his name is Brent Brent Seabold. Shout out Brent. Um, I go in there and, and I show him my project. I go, hey, like I, I need help with this. And he's like, okay, well, like, what's the product? And I was like, well, before I show you, like, I need you to sign this non-disclosure form. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And he looks at me, he goes, are you serious? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, kind of questioning. He's like, like you, and he tells me, he's like, you walk in here asking me for help. And then you're going to, like, ask me to sign something. Yeah, like, you know, so I'm like, all right, you don't have to sign it. Like, here it is. And then another girl comes in and he's like, he's like, hey, and, you know, she was just somebody just walking by. And uh, she's like, hey, do you know somebody who can help him with this? And before I show her, I go to hand her another uh, non-disclosure form. No way. (laughs) And he looks at me. He's like, dude, are you like, are you kidding me? And I was like. Well, here, here, you know, here it is. Like, you know, here, you know, here's the product and and blah blah blah. So, the dude's like, I, I don't know, man. Like, so basically, I told him I needed somebody like who like manufactured plastics yeah. or or silicones, and he's like, well, you know, like there's there's this company. So I go to that company. They wanted to charge me like shit ton of money, right? And then he's like, and there's this guy. <coughs> There's this guy, and the guy's name is is Nate, and Nate is opening up this workspace. I don't know if you know what a workspace is, but it's basically like what you were talking about wanting to do, like rent out your studio mm-hmm. or rent out your shop, right? Mm-hmm. And people can pay for certain bays or, or whatever. Yeah, and that's what this was. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I emailed the guy, and I I walk in. And there's like no light fixtures, like they're painting the walls. There's like there's like nothing in there. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I walk to the back, and the guy's like, he's like, hey, I'm 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 Nate. And I was like, hey, like you know what's up? And the dude's like, well, here's like here's kind of like my idea. And the dude just had space, like he didn't like <laughs> they were working on like a side project, yeah. um, which was like like a back roller or something like that. They were working on on this side project, but the dude had like no equipment really. Uh huh. And I'm like, like what the fuck is this, you know? 
so the dude was like super cool like just just a, like cool dude like right off the bat so i was like like cool like yeah let, let's talk yeah you know and, and let's just kind of let's chill um because we was like yeah i like to drink beer like blah 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 so we just like had a lot in common right off the bat right so we started just kind of filling each other out and next thing you know um i'm prototyping the no drop mm-hmm. in in one of his like in one of his base and so what we were doing was we made in the way that we prototyped it was and, and he did the cad for me too so i paid him like 500 bucks to do the cad oh wow yeah and he did the cad and then we we basically created a master mold um through this through the cnc and then with the master mold we made other additional molds so we basically just cloned the molds so I would have like 12 open molds and I'd have this big ass um, uh, like tank on me, which had the silicone in it hooked up to a, to a compressor, a, a compressor uh-huh. and I got a hose and I'm just like pouring these things like as I'm doing like if I'm doing a cake. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so like after like 45 minutes, like you're dying, like your shoulders are dying. And so what I did with that was I basically... I sold, like, I, I hustled them, right? I hustled these these prototypes that I had made to friends and family. Mm-hmm. And it was it was super tight, dude, because a lot of people, like, not a lot of people, but people that I hadn't even talked to in a long time were, like, buying this shit, right? And I'm like, oh, like, this is, this is pretty, like, this is dope, you know? So I, so, you know, I would basically sell enough to pay for my next session is, is what I was doing, right, to be able to pay for my material. Yeah. And so as as I'm growing um, and, and starting to kind of build the business, his business starts to grow too, right? So he starts getting additional projects like to help people work on and, and, and things like that. And the plan was for him to basically manufacture the product. That didn't end up working out. And so I ended up saying, well, fuck it. I'll just have it manufactured in China. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So ended up, um, you know, sourcing a bunch of suppliers out there. At first, what I was going to do was I was going to try to find somebody who could manufacture it here in the U.S. And I was just going to import raw silicone mm-hmm. and then have that be the product. Right. But it turned out it was just fucking quicker, cheaper, easier to yeah. have them do everything. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, then, you know, then I ended up, um, you know, moving it overseas. And once I had it like once i literally had it manufactured and delivered like within two months of like everything being like finalized yeah i was like this shit is easy right oh like the end product yeah from from scratch to the end right yeah because basically what i did was the um like all the all the the packaging and everything like that right like having it designed and doing all that like i did that here mm-hmm. um but when it came to finding a manufacturer and somebody who could assemble uh, assemble assemble the suction cups to it right and then also send me the packaging gotcha. like once i once i found all that they're like, all right, we'll we'll put it into production, and uh, it should be delivered within like ninety days or something yeah. like that. And sure enough, and so like it kind of hit me like it, it 
the 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 things that you think are the hardest it's really not that hard yeah you know and so once i once i figured that out that's when i just kept going and going and going right and so you know kind of fast forward i i get the i get the no drop and that same guy brent hits me up one day and he's like hey um i'm 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 running this, um, it was a, it was a conference in Arizona for, uh, representatives of like, um, the higher education system. Okay. So it's like deans and, and faculty and stuff like that from different colleges around the state. And basically what it was, was they, it was me and I want to say like two or three other, um, actually guest panel speakers speaking in front of like you know this group of audience oh wow deans and stuff because it was based around um being a student entrepreneur and talking about your experiences and so it was it was super dope because i got to present the no drop like everything that i had like created right to like all these people and what was crazy was brand like as he was like um uh, like presenting me to to come up and speak, right? He's like, you know, one of one of the things about this guy, like I'll never forget, you know, when he came into my office, he's like, the, I remember thinking, like I've never seen someone who has worked so hard and be so passionate about such a piece of junk, <laughs> and like that's how he's like, you know, presenting it to me, and so that like really hit me, you know, yeah. it was like. Like, yo, like, he's, he's right. It wasn't about the product. Yeah. Like, it was just about having that passion for whatever the hell I was doing at that time. And that's what he saw. Because he didn't even like the product. Like, I think, like, he had even, you know, told me, like, it was, it was nothing to do with the product. It was just the fact that you had this, you know, passion and this drive to push forth this thing. And, and like, now hindsight, right? That's the only thing that really mattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was the true reason for me starting the no drop in the first place was so i could figure that type of stuff out yeah obviously like there's a pretty fat chance that your product's gonna like pop right but in the back of your mind yeah you are hoping for that but at the same time i was just like kind of along for the experience at that at that point and so you know you you get um you get the no drops in and then I'm taking it to trade shows. Um, so we did a trade show in Arizona. It was a women's expo. And then, uh, we did another one in LA and, uh, it was the same thing, a a women's expo. And I want to say like the first expo, I probably sold like maybe 80 to a hundred units, um, throughout, throughout the weekend. Um, the second show was like really bad, but not just for us, like for everyone. Like uh-huh. it was just a really bad trade they just show. Just weren't spending. Yeah, well, like the, I mean, just the the show itself was oh, just okay. like really bad. Um, so I mean, we didn't really. We ended up just kind of eating that one. And when I say we, I mean me and Maddie because she was. I mean, you should have seen the uh, the Accord, man. The Accord was like stacked full, like because you you remember the the trade show display, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to haul all of that shit in my in my car. Yeah, and like it barely fit, man. And we just like we we road dogged it. Yeah, you know, and and just just kind of you know ma- made it happen. Um, 
and and it was just like the grind from there right it was the grind of you know having to to sell the damn thing in front of people and people directly telling you what is wrong with the product really you know what I, yeah yeah and it's like there's no there's no better and, and i'm sure you know that right like going to going to trade shows like people who actually use it are there in your face telling you their experience about using the product like there's no better feedback yeah i always ask them yeah so and it was just it was just awesome just to kind of get you know a a, a lot of that that feedback um because that was that was something that that changed like the the direction of like where the company was going to go so what happened was a lot of the feedback that I was getting was that they loved the product, but they couldn't use it because they didn't have a ledge. Mm. And so everybody's like, well, can you sell a ledge? And technically, yeah, like I, I could have, but then we would have had to change the structure of the packaging. We would have had, you know, to change like just kind of like the all around business. Uh-huh. But in addition to that, the no drop was trying to solve a problem of shit falling off the ledge in the first place. Yeah. So it was like, I felt like if we put a ledge on there, if the ledge falls, that defeats the whole purpose like of the product. And so it was just kind of at, at that point, like you just start learning so much about it, you know? Um, and so ultimately it just became a lot financially, um, to, to continue like pushing, um, it was it was fun and and I, I did you know get to learn a lot of stuff um i was able to like get it into um like an ace hardware store out in arizona oh nice yeah so we had it i had a, a pop display and and everything like that and uh it was there for probably about a couple years until they actually ended up selling the store yeah so the store manager comes he's like hey i need you to come pick up you know pick up your stuff and you know stuff like that but would you sell them from there um to be honest with you we didn't sell very many yeah yeah in in uh honestly i i probably sold a few yeah i mean not even worth worth even anything really um but it, it was just like that grind of cold calling like district managers at bed bath and beyond at targets at walmart you know stuff like that and and that's what i was doing like on my lunch break you know and, and everything that i was doing was like every second that i had was being put into that right and at the time i was up till two o'clock in the morning i had an eight to five and i was going to school full time yeah so like it was a lot you know but it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun man and it's something that's just continued like to this t- until this day yeah you know so yeah it was it was awesome yeah that was crazy when you came out with it because you were telling me about it and i was like oh okay that's kind of crazy and then when you had the prototypes i was like oh that's dope yeah <laughs> i bought one yeah and um yeah, dude, I remember just at a young age, you were always just doing doing that kind of stuff. And I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy. Right, right. You're, uh, you're kind of young to be thinking like this. And that yeah. was always cool. It was always cool to see that at a very young Thanks, age. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, you just um, making shit happen. And I remember when you were designing the packaging and then... You know your um the retail stand and stuff. I'm like, that's cool, man. It's nuts, man. Like if I if I, I I haven't like in a long time to be honest with you, but like if I go back and look at those pictures, like 
Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, that's, that's a chapter, it, man. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like just to see the progression of that. Yeah, was was <laughs> was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and then <clears throat> so when did you kind of just stop doing that? I stopped doing it, man. Like when it was no longer like generating enough income mm-hmm. to match being able to run it. Gotcha. Like I didn't mind putting, uh, you know, money into, you know, growing the business and, and stuff like that. But it, it was consistently like losing a lot more money than it was really worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so financially, it just wasn't like the best decision to continue to move About when was this? Um, this was probably like 2000. 13 2014 mm-hmm. yeah we ran with it for maybe th- uh two three years and gotcha. just kind of yeah it, it, it was costing a lot of money like a lot of money to, to to stay for something that i mean really wasn't generating revenue you know but you got what you wanted out of it absolutely though. like 110 percent one in right after what right after i stopped doing that i just moved on to the next to the next thing you know yeah which was weren't you in like vapes or something yeah yeah so um when remember when like the all the weed pens the g pens mm-hmm. and the snoop dog pens and all that stuff was coming out well the suppliers and manufacturers that i had made from the no drop overseas would always like send me pictures of all this stuff just random emails yeah random emails like all this all this crap right and then i i uh i'm talking to one of them one day and they, I'm, I'm on, um, I'm, I'm online with them, and they're like, "Yeah, we, we you know, we, we've got these, you know, um, new Snoop Dogg pens and, and you know, game pens and, and this and that." And so I'm like, I didn't really like know too much about it, and I started going into like the smoke shops and stuff, and I started seeing them. Yeah, and I was like, they're selling for like over a hundred bucks, dude, like for a ton. Yeah, and. I would get them for like a fourth wow. of that price. Yeah, and w- like once I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I can sell these. And so sure enough, I started ordering like fucking hundreds of them. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I started ordering like boxes, and I would go to the smoke shops. And this was before the vapes, right? So I'd go to the smoke shops and I'd start selling them to all the smoke shops. And um, I was like, dude, like this is, this is, like this could work. I started putting them on eBay, and they were like, I I would put them on eBay like a day or two before I would get them in the mail, and they would they would sell out before I even got them. No way. Yeah. So I was like, dude, like this is fun, right? This is fun because it wasn't just the fact that I, w- I was selling this shit, right? It was the fact that. I get to source right for certain items that are that are selling really well, and then I get to import them from overseas. And once I import them, then I'm able to pack and ship them, right? Like, you like you know you you out of anyone knows like that feeling that you get <laughs> pulling a piece of inventory off the shelf, putting it in a bag, taping it up, and being able to physically send it out. Like there's just there's just something about that that's pretty pretty dope, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And so I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And then obviously the, the fad um, died out, right, where nobody was using the pens. And that's when, when vape 
came out. So it was the same exact suppliers, just now selling a different product. Yeah. And they're like, hey, the weed pens are out, the vapes are in. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I started buying the vapes because those things were like crazy hot at the time, bro. Right? Oh, yeah. That was the business, dude. Yeah. So I started buying, instead of buying the, the weed pens, I was buying the, uh, the vapes now. And going into vape shops now and selling them to, to all the vape people. Well, where were they getting the stuff from? They were getting them from distributors. They were getting them from, from distributors. Gotcha. But what um, the, the, it was pricing. It was, it was pricing, right? And so I was just trying to compete. Wasn't really making a lot of money. Just kind of trying to make a name for myself as kind of like a, a distributor around town. Mm-hmm. And for some of the stores I did, but it, it just wasn't enough, right? And then I ended up moving um, back to California and i even started selling to i remember rudy had the uh, the vape shop so I, i'd go into i'd go into uh, rudy's shop mm-hmm. and would sell to to him all the time and then what ended up happening was a lot of um a lot of wholesalers right that would just have massive warehouses who were getting these things like almost at cost yeah well, because they had such a large volume, they could afford to make like 50 cents to a dollar per unit, right? But what they started doing was they started retailing this stuff. And they were retailing it for like dirt cheap mm-hmm. to where like even like vape shops were like finding it hard to like kind of compete, right? So it's like, let's say, let's say Downstar is a, a wholesale distributor, right? And you sell to just like a bunch of people. But then you start selling it yourself online on downstart.com, but just at really cheap prices because of what you're what you're getting it for. Yeah. And so it just became really hard for like the small guys like me who couldn't afford that type of volume, you know, to to compete. So I was like, okay, cool. Like we'll just we'll just again, same suppliers. They just distribute different shit. Yeah. So then I started doing a lot of research on um, items that sell on eBay. And that's when, dude, I was, I mean, I was like grinding hard, hard because um, I was buying, you remember like the cell phone fans, mm-hmm. the pop, uh, the, the pop sockets, mm-hmm. um, what, what else, I mean, what else was I selling? I was just selling like a ton of like the new gadgets. Small accessories. Yeah, the, all the new gadgets, right, that, that people were buying and stuff that was like kind of going viral. I would boom import it three days later and then I was posting it on Facebook Marketplace. Um, I would you know where I was selling to a lot was uh the, the ice cream man yards. Oh really? Oh yeah, because they all go to LA to buy their stuff. Uh-huh. So and they're all oh the that's what it was, the the spinners. Oh the fidget spinners. Yeah. I was dude, I was thousands. I bought like thousands and no sold way. thousands of, of fidget spinners, dude. No. How much joke. were you making on them? uh anywhere from probably like two to five bucks no way oh yeah yeah, man dude like you couldn't hold on to them fast enough wow you know and so so here's the thing the hard part with that viral type stuff is that it's in and out so quick that you got to be careful yeah because you end up getting stuck with inventory or you end up ordering something that just doesn't sell because it's because it's out it could be a month it could be a week you don't know you just don't know right but i was like i was like fuck yeah man like three different items like in a row you know over the course of like two three years i've been able to pivot this business which is now called new gen products Mm -hmm. and so i've been able to basically pivot 
from from um, you know the weed pens to the vape to just basically selling um, hodgepodge items, and I would put them on eBay, and I mean they're 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 flying, like yeah. they're just flying, right? And that took a lot more research, and you had to know what was selling because if if it wasn't, then you're I mean you're shit out of luck. You know what I mean? Because you know how competitive eBay is. Like it's all like really really low Sense. pricing. Yeah. So that's kind of where the drop shipping came in. That's where the drop shipping came into play. Um, and, and that's when I was like, I found it. Yeah. Like, I've, I found it. Um, because through doing the research on, on, you know, finding what products are hot on eBay, like what's selling, blah, blah, blah. Then you start coming across, you know, these drop shipping articles and these drop shipping videos. And um, I had already known about drop shipping um, because it was it was actually something that that my grandma and grandpa used to do. Um, they used to actually drop ship like Coca Pelli figures. What is that? Uh, like you know those Indian figures like in Arizona, like who are playing like the instruments and they got like the like the hair. The ants. They look like ants. Yeah, yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah it's those. the dancing ants. Yeah. What the fuck is their name? They're they're. It's called Coca Pelli dude yeah we, we would see those ants dancing everywhere and i'm like babe what the fuck is that dancing ants again <laughs> yeah so she would oh, sell like no those figures shit. and stuff and so this website um like they own the website and then basically anytime somebody ordered it the the uh the warehouse would would send it to the address yeah so for those of you don't know uh for those of you who don't know drop shipping is is uh basically something where you sell an item that you don't physically have and when somebody buys it from you you purchase it from another website and ship it to them on their behalf and basically keep the product or keep the the profit of what you marked it up yeah so if somebody's selling Let's say if we started selling Falcon tires on our website, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a, a warehouse full of tires. Exactly. If somebody buys tires from me, I call Falcon. I'm saying, yo, this is Frank with Downstar, yep. account number, blah, blah, blah. I need to get some of these. Okay, are we shipping them to you or to a customer? To a customer. Okay, here's the address. Okay, cool. Exactly. It's going to be 200 bucks. Okay, I, I paid or I got paid 400 for them. So I keep 200. Exactly. That's, that's just how it works. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And so what the, I mean, the way that, that mine works is I strictly sell on eBay. Um, and I've got a, I've got a decently large store on eBay. And so like right now I have about 5,000 products oh, listed on my store. Yeah. And so when, when somebody goes to, to buy it for me on eBay, um, I use Amazon as my supplier. So you buy a pair of goggles from me on eBay. I go to Amazon, have them send it with a gift receipt mm-hmm. to that person. And then, like I said, keep keep the profit is what it is. And so the thing with that is, it, it, I mean, it takes a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, because there's just so many. I probably got like eight different softwares that, that I use. <clears throat> Yeah, because I, I've got to have a software that tracks my inventory. I've got a software that does my orders for me. Um, like it'll automatically 
do like do orders like automatically populate orders for me yeah um one that tracks my profit one that tracks my tracking numbers one that automatically uploads my tracking numbers like yeah like just a Damn, bunch it sounds of, like a headache B. it's a lot it's a lot man um and it's still like not where i want it to be yeah. so like right now we're probably doing about uh we'll probably do the best that we've done so far so i started doing it started um drop shipping on ebay in june and um our best month our best 30 days has been probably somewhere like around 18.5 nice in in revenue yeah but some of these other guys that are doing it which is you know where i'm trying to you know like grow it to um i mean they're doing six figures a month no way yeah and so how much of that would be profit then uh profit you're probably looking anywhere between it's it's low it's all volume um but like last month i was about nine percent oh okay yeah i was about nine percent last month um so you figure like these guys are doing anywhere from like a hundred to 150 a month um in in sales mm-hmm. so then they're you know profiting 10 10 grand a month yeah you know what i mean like that's that's a decent living but the amount of time like that it takes and and that's the thing you know what i mean and you and i have talked about it right like with you saying like oh owning your business like nobody's nobody's kicking you in your ass right telling you like that you gotta get going yeah and it's like so that's kind of like the point like where i'm at like i need to start kicking myself like you know, in the ass. And that's why that was a big part of, of me wanting to do like the podcast so quickly. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, um, being, being okay with it because I, I feel like at this point, like things are starting to, to move pretty quickly. Yeah. And if I don't move with it, like you're going to get left behind. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. And that's one of the reasons that I want to sit down with you because I did see you. Um, I don't know how it even came up that you told me about what you had going on. It was, uh, well, because we had lunch that uh-huh. day. We yeah. had lunch that day. Um, and then I had went into the shop, too, because mm-hmm. I, I hadn't seen the shop. And yes. then I was just kind of talking to you about, about doing it. And you said you had a friend who did it, too, I think. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's it. So we randomly started talking not, not long ago, a few days ago. What was that? What did we just start talking about? A few days Maybe ago? Maybe I just text you. A few days ago? Yeah. When we made up, when we, when you sent me the, um, your idea for the name. What were Anyways, we Anyways, I don't know. Damn, yeah, we're getting I don't too remember. old. Uh, anyways, remember. we were texting with each other. We could just check our phones. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were just texting Shit. with each other and he told me that he's starting a podcast. So it's the Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur Podcast. Because your name is anthony anthony that's a good one dude yeah. it took me a little while i was like what is that so oh, that's my that's real name good. just so you know anthony my real name is anthony so now you know but everybody calls him well everybody that i know you with calls him roach yeah um yeah a I, lot man a lot of people call you roach yeah where did that lot. come from honestly i was uh i was in sixth grade and one of my one of my friends he was an eighth grader and like, we were just clowning each other. And he's like, you look like a roach. <laughs> and it just stuck. Really? Yeah, like it, it just stuck. And so like it, like kind of how it continued to go was a lot of people that I hung around with um, played baseball. 
mm-hmm. I played baseball with. And so it was always like even just like outside of school. So like even my, my, my mom and dad were calling me Roach. Like, Shut up. Yeah, like when um like when I was like out on the field and stuff like that, like they call like they called me Roach. <laughs> you know, so it was just like yeah, it just just one of those things that stuck. That's hella funny, dude. Yeah, because I never would ever call you Anthony, dude. It would always be Roach. Yep. So now fucking Roach is uh starting his own podcast so let's let's hear about that the Dude, entrepreneur what's, podcast what's that gonna be so basically um it, it's gonna be just kind of like a, a deep dive into my experience as an entrepreneur um from the no drop you know just kind of diving deeper into like what we've discussed today right um because one of the things that that i think is really important is that it's easy for people to see success right and it's easy for people to like buy into success but i want to i want people to understand like kind of like what the grit it takes that that goes behind being an entrepreneur right because you know like you, you get slapped in the face like a shit ton and it's not like it's not comfortable right yeah. and and being an entrepreneur like it like the game doesn't care about who you are yeah right and, and so that's what i'm gonna you know kind of talk about is like a lot of my failures and what i you know what i did wrong um but also like what what i've done done well and and really how it's kind of helped help me grow but in addition, I'm gonna definitely dive into um, the eBay drop shipping. Gotcha. Um, and and really um, just kind of try to put the information out there, um, like pretty elaborately on how and what I'm doing, um, because you, you could get started. I mean, for for almost nothing. Yeah. Like legit, almost nothing. You know what I mean? And um, like it, it's it's not but it's almost free like to to basically start this type of business the difference is you got to be willing to do it you know and and that's one of the things that i'm going to talk about too is is just you know the the power of actually taking action um and just just kind of just wanting to provide um you know just just information and, and provide value to people who have seen me as an entrepreneur, someone like yourself, right? Who saw me from the from the get go, and and now this will kind of provide a perspective of what all that shit's been like over the last six years. Yeah, you know, and and just kind of being able to paint that picture for people um, who who might be thinking about doing their own thing, you know, who who might be um, you know thinking about starting a business, but but just aren't really sure. Um, and it's it's gonna you know be 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 life stuff too. You know things things that I've gone through, and and uh, you know hopefully people can can relate. Now what what what's your reasoning behind even doing this, even spreading this message and showing people a path? Because I'm I'm passionate about helping people for sure. Um, Number one, I'm I'm passionate about wanting to 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 basically be kind of an ambassador for people, um, but I'm I'm just passionate about business, man. Like, even though you know I might not know everything or do everything right, like it's just something that I'm really passionate about, and I know it's something that enough people have taken interest in for me to feel like hey like it might be worth putting you know information out there you know and the other thing is it's it's an opportunity for me to just kind of talk about what i'm going through on a day-to-day as an entrepreneur because like we talked about 
there's not a lot of people who you can talk to about that, yeah you know and it's just kind of um it, it's just like an outlet for for me as well um and, and hopefully be able to to inspire people man like that that's that's going to be you know big is it, just being able to inspire people um just by by kind of hearing you know some of the trials and tribulations but i mean it, it's worth it you know yeah i feel you man i uh I kind of have the same kind of feeling where I just want to help people and just if I can just be that 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 missing link yeah. that can help them get to the next step. You know, I don't know where the fuck that comes from. Maybe for me not having anybody like that in my life. Right, right. And realizing that it would would have been a lot easier it was or fucking motivating. Hard. Yeah. You know, to uh to to just do it with with somebody's guidance it's 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 fucking hard man and and I'll, I'll tell you like that was one of the things that pissed me off about college was none of the professors want to help mm-hmm. they just want to teach you and score your shit and they're like everything else like figure it out and you're like shit this is like you're not even gonna like help me yeah you know and so that's kind of one of the other big reasons to answer your question why i want to do it is because when i got into this ebay drop shipping community there was just so much free information that I was literally able to take that free information and and start and start it right and and that was like really important to me because I felt like it was a community that really cared about people who succeeded you know and then once I started getting more into it then I even invested like more in myself and and actually bought a course yeah I bought the course and then once I bought the course that held me accountable to actually do the shit right in order to to get the store where I need it to be because I mean it's 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 hard man like it's hard to to have to start that curve right from from get as opposed to helping somebody accelerate that a little bit yeah. I I think that could be the difference for some people is having that accelerated resource um I, I, I think could be the difference for sure, man. Yeah, there's always that time in somebody's life where they needed that little bump or that boost and mm-hmm. somebody was there to lend them that um that positivity and that, you know, go ahead, you can do it. And that's a lot of the reason why I do um my posts the way that I do yeah. and speak to people the way that I do. You know, because hopefully one day it'll motivate somebody. And Absolutely. Then that just that just helps me spread my word to a further point. Yeah. You know, because now that that person is going to tell the story. Right, right. And then the story involves one time that I was able to help out or something. You know, yeah. just try to just keep spreading because I feel that we're like in such a blessed situation that I sh- I want to give back. Yeah absolutely and, and that's kind of like you know that i feel like even though I, I wasn't solely like the person these people were trying to help they're putting the information to, to help people out yeah and you know now that i've kind of reached a point to where i'm comfortable with the way i feel about it i want to be able to kind of give back in in that way too yeah you know and, and it's you might never even know um who or if it affects anyone yeah right in in that way but it's the idea of knowing that that's possible i think is pretty cool yeah just putting that out there yeah. and hopefully somebody picks it up and, yeah and catches it you know and um i mean that's what i've always tried to do i think lately i've been able to dial it in a little more 
um, my message yeah. and what I want my message to be. I've definitely seen that for sure. You know, um, like even we had our problems back yep. in the day. Yeah. And one of the posts that I did post up was something, it was uh, about like people spend all this time of their life focusing on working and, you know, go to college and they have to pay off their debt. And after that, they got to work some job that they don't like. Right, and, right. And then where do you, uh, where are you supposed to, I said at the end was how am I supposed to get fresh? Because the whole quote was from the movie, Cam Cameron's movie, Kill a Season. Uh -huh. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I have. Oh, dude, you got to watch the clip. But anyways, he's he's transitioning from selling you weed. Fucking watch <laughs> transitioning from selling weed to selling coke, uh -huh. and he's trying to tell his guys like, we need to stop fucking with this. We need to fuck with this. Yeah. And then he's telling them what life is like, and I I still feel that that's what right, life right. life is like. You know yeah. what we're made to be, guys. We're not made to be thinkers. We're made to be workers. To make to, to to make the machine of our 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 country work, it's an actual machine, guys. Right. And we are the lubricant to make this machine work. For sure. And when you disrupt the machine, you're gone. You go to jail. Yeah. That's what it is. So that was that was basically me trying to get people to realize that we're kind of stuck in this matrix. But um you must have taken it a different way or I right. didn't explain it yeah in the best way and i mean i know i didn't because that's that's I, I i would do that back in the day you know i didn't have the best way of explaining things yeah. with without being so blunt because right. i'm a really blunt person yeah 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 know? yeah for sure and and i think you know you know at, at that time you and i were just like in such like strong personal positions at that time you know because downstar was like just starting to like like really really it like was yeah it was ramping off, up you know like really really i think you probably had even uh quit best buy yeah like at, mm -hmm. but at that time yeah because i was with ash already yeah. So yeah and you know at that time i'm you know like full force doing what i'm doing right and so the college you know I, the I, uh, business i think it just kind of boils down to just kind of <clears> like the the social media thing right and and just kind of context and it was just one of those things where you and I didn't see eye to eye on whatever particular, you know, post that was. Mm -hmm. And that kind of led us to like, I wouldn't even call it like a beef because like we just like just didn't like it talk. wasn't we didn't we didn't kick it with each other. Yeah, because we were both doing our totally different. Things, right. But every once in a while, send each other a picture. Or something yeah. Like yeah. That. But it was a response that you put. And after the response, I knew where you were coming from. Right, right. Because I knew that you put yourself through college. Yeah, you know? so yeah. So I was thinking that that was a red flag for you. Like, I'm disrespecting college. Right, and right. And you did say something about that. Like you I were, think, yeah, I think I did. You were showing your, your brothers and stuff. And I'm like, at that point in my life, I wasn't really that opening to seeing both sides as much <laughs> as possible. You know, because I just knew that my side was pure. And what I was trying to say yeah. was I want to be motivational. Yeah, yeah. But it's just just a way of being able to speak about things you know right and it definitely could have just been ended with a call but like th back in the day that's we were new to social media oh, yep yep it yep. was it was relatively new guys 2012 social media 
that's when instagram probably started in 2011 i think it was actually november 2000 or um october november 2010 when when instagram started you know so it was different so easy so we all conducted ourselves differently online and um yeah, it was just me being stubborn that well, I should have just reached out to you. You know, yeah, I mean, we should have just talked. But I mean, I, that goes both ways. You know what I mean? Like we we both knew like what the situation was. Like we both had the opportunity to like make that call or make that text. I think it's just it's just something that happened. And you know, as you get older, right? Like different things, you know, start start to matter. And um, I think that's just kind of. I always knew. Like there would be a point in time like where we started talking again. Like and I, I think that's why I was I think I told you when when we had lunch that day, like I was never like too worried about it. Yeah. Because I knew you were so busy doing like your thing and, and you know, living your life that like, hey, there will be a time. Yeah, for definitely. That. Like there will be and I and I always knew that. And I think really like where the, where that time, you know, came is um at at wads is uh at yes you're right r.i.p j wads yeah rest in peace um that we that we kind of just like let that wall down you're right dude and that's when i think we just uh like connected again and then you know since then like yeah we would dude shit uh shit definitely gets into perspective about funerals jesus yeah i even saw um one other guy that we grew up with that was uh-huh. really into drugs yeah bad and then he uh he's cleaned up himself or he's trying you know he was in a bad situation like even in the newspaper and shit like that oh wow um you know who i'm talking about yeah. Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah 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 and then yeah, i bad, seen yeah. him there right and he like came up to me and just gave me a hug and i mean i wasn't at that level like i know you more than i knew him but yeah we, we grew up together right so he kind of knew that i like we had we were interchanged and intertwined in one one way in the past so yeah yeah for sure it was dope that he did that because i'm like dude even though we don't fucking kick it or whatever like i want the best for you dog yeah. like i i hate to see somebody going through that shit like yeah you know absolutely. so, so it, it's kind of like i said at funerals everything comes out and you're just like damn that that wall goes down and i was glad that we were able to yeah talk. for sure it's for just sure. dope because we always had fucking dope ass memories man. absolutely and it just sometimes it, go, it, it it's like that you know you just need that little time away yeah. do your own thing and you know, and then just you, you, you're able to focus in on the people that you want to continue building with. Right, right. And and I think it's it's even, you know, there's there's something to be said about the fact that, like, we could have kept it going, like, you know, if we wanted to. Yeah. Like, and just not in a, in a bad way or, or a malicious way or anything. Like, we could have just, like, literally just kept living our, our lives separately, mm-hmm. right? But because we have like that connection, right? And I'm I'm really big on on really believing like people, certain people belong in your lives, and and I think like that's that's true about us, right? Yeah. Like even from from way back, and so I think there's something to be said about us, like actually, you know, just kind of rekindling that that friendship. Yeah, no, I feel you, dog, and I feel like there's other people like that that if we never became friends and I'd really do not care right at all right absolutely but sometimes when i would uh when your name would get brought up i was like damn we had way more fun times yeah bad times yeah but even at those times dude i was going through my own shit trying to figure out my own life right and trying to figure out who i was as a person and 
and trying to change from the more selfish person that I was before and and just knowing that if I wanted my whole life to change like everything has to change yeah. all my whole life has to change you know but I mean that, that that's a big like that's a big realization man you yeah. know what I mean like that's that's huge you know for for you to do that and and I'm I mean really just you know even with Ashley and and you know changing the way that you had to be in in your relationships yeah. right and and just kind of making making that conscious effort like to make that transition is is something a lot of people don't do man and like I can I can see it in you now like I can see like you're happy yeah you know what I mean like you feel like like you're good yeah with with what you've got as Hell opposed yeah, to dude. trying to figure out what you need to get you know yeah no and i do i feel really happy man but it, it like anything it just took a lot of work and a yeah. lot of realization and there was a lot of times where i just had to realize that i wasn't right in certain certain situations and even if i was like um r legit right it wasn't like i was you're not right all the way around yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah you're not exactly. right morally that's not a that's not a right thing to do. Yeah, and now I, I as for having so much that I have to lose because I really believe in karma, dude. Yeah. I have so much to lose right now that I I don't do anything crooked, bro. <laughs> anything, man. Like I'll rather take the L. That's you know? a good way to like like think about it, though. You know what I mean? Like that's a really good way to because some people will get in the in that situation and think that they can't lose shit. You know what I mean? And then end up losing everything yeah dude i even yesterday i was at a um jersey mike's and i'm walking to my car and the car next to me there's a ipad on the spoiler like in between the spoiler there's an ipad and in that area there's like some crackheads and shit always yeah. right there so um I, I was gonna go get it and then go see who owned the whip but then the guy was coming i was like hey man is this your car he's like yeah i go oh your ipad's right there yeah, yeah and yeah. that you've seen it in his face like he was like oh fuck you know and it's like Doug, I don't need a Jackson fool for an iPad for what? A couple hundred What's bucks? What's that going to do? That's yeah. not going to do shit for me, yeah. you know? It's like, uh, at least I, I was, and I told him, I was like, damn, you must, because he said, damn, it's been on there since I left college because he's going to Ventura College. And I'm like, well, you, you must be a good person, dog, because if you were anybody else, someone would have took that yeah. shit. <laughs> I told for him real? that shit. For real, yeah. Because that's when I used to do things that, that weren't right morally to me, like to the person that I was, I, I always had something that would come back. <laughs> to me for always doing and when that shit happened then i thought about it like oh yeah that, that's like me i'm like i'm like one of those people on those like instant karma videos bro <laughs> yeah like, where you go to like like kick somebody's chair out from under them and and you end up fucking slipping and falling on your yeah. ass type of shit like that's me you exactly know I mean? dude and i've always thought like that and that's funny that you said that as a kid worth the gum you know to throw it and yeah it's just like you know what i don't deserve this right now yeah yeah i mean i've always felt like that man it's just if i want it i want it right i want it to be mine no questions asked why not like why not you know what i mean like why not because here's the thing man it's possible it's possible for somebody to be uh like a piece of shit cut corners and be successful and be successful like it is 110 percent possible and people do it every day and if you are one of those people fuck you yeah because that shit will not last it will not last you it's like it's like a it's like a, a coke dealer mm -hmm. like you're gonna be making bank money making mitch right mm -hmm. until 
until you get got. Like, I listen to, uh, do you listen to Gary Vee? Uh, I I mean I like him but I don't listen to any yeah of his so like he he just always talks like one of the biggest reasons why like I listen to him is because he preaches a lot about like the nice guy does always finish first yeah you know what I mean like the the good will outweigh the bad always. and 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 the evil you know as long as you're always doing the right thing and and that's the way like. I I I I really really do do feel passionate about you know what I mean because it's easy to do it the other way like it's easy yeah you know but you have to change who you are as a person and that's it's easy and it's it's very coward way yeah and I yeah. can't feel like a coward yeah no that's like just one thing that I have built inside of me is like nah dude I'll I'll take this I do know some Whatever. people who can man yeah like, it's sad man go to sleep every night like that. And it's, it's, uh, you, you feel bad, like for, for, for people like that. Yeah. You know, that, that they feel that they need to be that way. It's very sad, man. And like this year I've, uh, we've actually cut off a lot of people. That's huge. Yeah. We've, yeah. We've, we've actually jumped a level this year. I guarantee we have, like, we got married earlier in the year. Yep. Yep. You know, we cut off a lot of people that were just not bringing any positivity to yeah. us. And we've gotten relationships with people who do, you know. It's crazy how that happens, huh? Like, it is, man, and it's uh, it's something that's really sad. But you have to grow from it, and we're gonna continue to grow. And if people aren't gonna grow with us, then dude, we gotta keep it moving. You gotta, you gotta dip, man. You gotta dip because the only thing that matters, right, is the business and your wife and and your kids. Yeah. And if, if, if you have that, right, like who, what else care, what else matters? Yeah. You know? And, and I think that if, if people, like you said, are not on that same level, then deuces. Yeah. We've got to keep moving. Dude. You know? Is the laptop? I don't know. God damn. Let me see. What was that? 2.30. That was too much. Yeah, but that just comes with any growth, man. You have to be ready for it, and it takes it takes some letting go yeah. to grow. You got to be willing. Uh, you know, I wish everybody the best, meaning I don't wish for them to have a bad life, but I hope that they go through the certain circumstances that cause them to change because only you can change. And if yeah. it takes you to hit rock bottom for you to change, then so be it. Right, you know, right. I wish I wish an easier path for you. But at the end of the day, I just wish that you find that path one day. Yeah. So no matter what the fuck you got to go through, that's on you. Everybody's got to go through it differently, you know. And, and my story is not your story. Your story is not my story. And, and people need to need to to realize that, man. Like, stop looking and, and comparing yourself to to like somebody else, right? To to try to be something that you're not, because then you're gonna do things that you shouldn't do. Yeah. And it's like. It's funny that you say that because we went to um, Vegas for SEMA uh -huh. and we were going to watch, uh, we were at Dre's and we were going to watch uh, Wiz Khalifa perform, right? Oh, nice. So we're just chilling and we chilled for at least like two hours before uh -huh. he came on. And it's just me and just some, some buddies and I'm just like looking around and just seeing everybody and seeing everybody at the tables and shit and like damn it doesn't even look like you're fucking having fun at all yeah dude. no matter how much alcohol you got there no matter the sparklers or whatever like 
you don't look like you're having a good time right so over over money over anything i think everybody needs to figure out what makes you happy and then go towards that 100 percent, 100 percent, and i think like it's, it's hard for people to figure that out right because everybody you know relates happiness to to money yeah and i think to figure that the sooner you figure out that that's not the case is like the sooner you start to take off hell yeah dude yeah because those people they just want to be there just to say they're there you know what i mean post like, on their, i see them posted on their. i could read body language they post on their story they're faking smiling yes the smile yes. goes away as soon as the yeah. post is done like dude it's weird we're weird weird species man and they pay a lot of money to get into that place probably too mm-hmm. you know and it's just like what what are we doing what is he doing baby yeah, what is society doing dude we're going down a dark road bro we just care too much about other people's opinions yeah you know it's like and a lot of it just has to do with our own insecurities yeah. man if we were happy with ourselves it wouldn't matter what yeah. anybody said about us you know there was i mean there was there was a post that i saw on instagram the other day and it was like from um from like one of these ig models right and she posts like hey like a, a picture of her smiling and she mm-hmm. goes hey like do you you know this is a picture of me smiling but you know know that there's like other things that go on right like inside my life and ju- she's like so know that like the pictures you see is you know the, the pictures you see is the real me but it's not all of me yeah you know what i mean and but nobody thinks about that everybody just, just sees the, the moment and they're like shit like how do i match that moment you know what i mean and it's yeah. like why like for the, for that one moment that's that's gonna get you yeah what you know no you're right dude and it's a strange time that we're in and i don't know where we're gonna go but for us to to lose these uh things that we've grown accustomed to that's not gonna happen right we're right. not gonna lose social media is not going anywhere oh. it's going to get ramped up even more guys you have to think of the growth of anything and that is the way the social media is going to go so we're gonna we're gonna definitely change even more as a oh, society yeah. and we're gonna keep going down these dark roads until we figure out what the fuck is going on yep and they're just i mean it's just becoming more and more ingrained i know man but i'm along for the ride it's fuck fun. it it's fine fuck it it's kind of I, I still feel like i do when i was a kid doug like whatever happens happens let's, let's see let's see where it goes yeah you know what's crazy is is uh one of my friends just told me yesterday she's like man because so i just I, I told you i just got fired yeah um a couple months ago and i pretty well i mean, I knew I was gonna get fired because I, you know, went off on the yeah, on the oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, we need, hey, we need to talk. <laughs> no so, way. Yeah. So that was that. Um, like no job, like no nothing, right? And um, she's she's a really close friend, like a family friend. So so um, she uh, like she knows me very well, my wife, my daughter, and so very very aware of of the situation, and so the day I got fired, I actually, um, did my first Grubhub, um, drive and I had signed up like, like a week or two before and just so happened to like sign up, like to, to drive that night. So one of the episodes on the podcast is going to be how Grubhub saved my life. Nice. Yeah. So basically what it was, was I, I, uh, you know, got fired, drove Grubhub that night and, 
like made like decent money nice. and i was like oh fuck like if i if i can do this like cool like i found a source of income for the time being like until i until i find something right yeah and so i've just been doing grubhub um and being able to pretty much you know make a, a an affordable like living off of it you know what i mean and so she tells me she's like like that's just crazy like any you know like just to see like when stuff like that happens to you not just this like you don't flinch mm -hmm. in other words you know what i mean and it's and like to your point is because like you can't control certain things you know like you like yeah i could have controlled like obviously not go, like not going off on, yeah. on them but that's how i felt right and and you know knowing like that that was a possibility of what could happen it's like all right, so this happens. Now you can't control the situation. You can only work through it. Yeah, but and you know what you're signing up for. You know, you know what you're signing up for. And and I just told her like, you know, I'll get nervous, but but I'm never scared. You know, and and, and that's something that that I like. I always hold hold tight. Is is just to like just kind of stay calm mm -hmm. and just kind of like you said, just kind of take it take it as it comes. You know, because that's all you can do. Yeah, you can't prepare for shit you don't know what's gonna yeah, happen. You know, it's just deal with it as it comes. And she's like, you know, like like that's that's really you know admirable. You know that that you're able to do that, especially with having like a wife and and a kid. You know, and, and having I'm I'm the sole uh, income. Yeah, like my wife doesn't work; she stays home with the baby, right? And so for for you know people on the outside to kind of see me bounce back like that, they're like, oh shit. And so it's reasons like that. It's comments like that. Um, over the years that have really influenced me to want to start the podcast. Nice. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I'm stoked, man. I, I would definitely want to see where it's going to go. Yeah. Like I said, Thanks. if you need any uh, any help with it or anything, yeah. you just let me know, dude. That's why I'm I'm on my grizzly too, man. I'm, I'm trying to make this shit happen. Yeah, man. I'm excited for it. I want to be able to, I want to get my skills to, I can sit down with anybody and have a conversation right, 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 with right. them. And I've had a lot of people on here that I really haven't had long conversations with. I'm just like, fuck it, let's try it, you know, and then it just flows. Because <laughs> cool. people just want to talk about their lives, dude. They just want to let stuff out sometimes. And it's even though you think it, it's still good to say it. It is. You know, it it's, is. It's for like sure. a therapy, you know. To say it out loud is, is, is crazy, man. And in the future, you can always have something to look back at that, yep. that'll bring you back to this time in your life. You know, if you, if you look back at in 10 years from now, this shit will still be out there. You'll still be yeah. able to find it and you yeah. just listen to it. You're like, wow, that was crazy. That's the point that I was at. And it's sort of like a form of time travel. I was just going to say like a time capsule. Man. Yeah, because you, you go back and you get everything back. Yeah. You don't only get just like the, the memory. You get the visuals, the feelings, the smells. The like, nostalgia. Yeah, everything it comes back, man. And I uh, that's why I think that it's going to be really exciting the future that we have now because we actually have everything documented but uh yeah dude in the future we're going to have all these old pictures that we're going to be able to look through you know so that's pretty tight man absolutely but i'm i'm super excited for your podcast dude i'm super excited for everything you got right coming in the you, future brother. dude um just let everybody know where they can find you at where they can find the podcast at. yeah so uh you can find the uh the podcast um really anywhere um you know you you can actually listen to podcasts and uh you can look us up on ig at the entrepreneur podcast and uh, just kind of look for updates there okay cool we'll have it in the the link below make sure you guys check it out and uh thank you for coming in man I appreciate thanks for having it. me man pleasure right, brother Bye.